from Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question, a psychopath. everybody we're awesome. here we're in it's finally working excellent it's been a two-week layoff i know for but technical difficulties i'm standing now does this intimidate you or no, no? I, yeah i was first like, why are you standing you told me you're gonna stand yeah. it works i'm more comfortable this way you know i stand all day i'm like my dad he had this fucking uh welcome to the show by the way this is keith pazel uh we're gonna talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television yeah, uh, let me get you on screen here. Absolutely, man. Got the crow cam it. off to the side. We got crow cam off to the side. Absolutely, uh, a different angle now. So yeah, last week we had a myriad of technical issues. Cameras kept freezing. It was like a it was like a a, a bad Buick. Like you get a chain reaction <laughs> where like the the alternator goes out. Then I fix the alternator. The battery goes out. Then I fix the battery. The fucking radiator starts leaking. You yeah, get all yeah. that shit. That's how the podcast was. So it was basically it was my Lexus last year when I was driving. I had a repair every two weeks. But yes, and so then Crocious was like. You're, he's a nice guy, but when when I I oh, hey we're here. Welcome to the show, everybody. I forgot I got that little thing coming in. Good. Hey everyone. Good to see you. Got a we're different back. world on the television screen Whitley, here. Whitley, Jasmine guy, Whitley, so cute. This was all like very like. I wonder if these people were like we're all going to be. This is the neck. This is the black brat pack right here coming up oh, oh, oh i mean well i mean this was a spinoff of Cla- cosby oh, for sure was so lisa, it was and this lasted longer than lisa bonet right bonet oh, wasn't yeah. on all of no no I, I, I think bonet quit uh, i don't know the full story but i believe i believe like carsey warner they were a huge huge television production huge yeah i i think she uh quit i, I think she just didn't really like the whole thing she became she was also an angel heart she was trying to become a movie star, you know. So yeah. Well, did instead this she come, gave birth to one. Well, so. did this come after Cosby kicked oh, her yeah. off for being in Playboy? Uh oh, oh, yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, I think she was only on. I think Different World for maybe a year or two, and then she did Playboy, and Cosby was like, "We can't have this. We yeah. can't have a little drama." You know, even though I like to roof you women, I just can't understand. Lou Myers, they couldn't afford Scatman Carruthers. <laughs> well, I think Scatman Carruthers was dead by then. Sinbad. Sinbad had a career, man. Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Jingle all the way. They definitely anyway. wanted you to know the intro is like, we're Cosby. We're, we're Cosby. Oh, yes. A- absolutely. Without it. I mean, this is hardcore Cosby spinoff. I don't know how long the show lasted. In fact, you know something, Keith? Unlike what I always do to you, I'm going to look this up myself. 
to oh, see I got one thing. I could different look it up. world, but you know, Can I ask I, Google. I, 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 well, yeah, ask Google. Hey, Google, how long was a different world on television? Sorry, I don't have any information about that, but I found something else. Do you want to know why Different World got cancelled? Yeah. So, my phone did it. Here we're we're in a tech not technological situation here. <laughs> the Google Home said no. My phone's ripping off information exactly. like crazy. Eighty-seven and ninety-three Six seasons. It was on. Yep. Thank you, Google. Yeah, the, the, this was like prime me being in college. I was just doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually I'm going to be doing her job. She's going to be whipping me. She's going to be a sentient thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that point eventually. There'll be a three-dimensional linear graphic. That'll be the early, early, uh, you know, a version yeah. of it, you know. But of yeah, Siri how do we like the new setup? This is how it is. We got the TV off in the corner. Exactly. Hopefully this does away. I'm actually going to look at the live. I want to see if we're fucking getting pulled here just a second but we got a lot to cover here a lot happened we can kind of talk about the national title game the ncaa national title game and some of the stuff we were going to talk about last week when we tried to record but Dwayne haskins i think is the only tele i think that's the big tv thing that happened yeah this week yeah i think will smith is actually happy that it happened to Dwayne haskins because uh finally finally i think that we're over the slap of uh chris rock and there's Dwayne haskins who again I didn't know the full circumstances. We were over passing. the. I'm gonna. We uh, the slap was done quick, by the way, because the episode I did was a few days later. Yeah, ten views. Oh, really? Like people were done by the time I got to it, and I thought, like, oh, I'll give, I'll let everybody give their take, and then I'll do my episode. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so you were. I told you actually when you got here, actually, how the Dwayne Haskins thing happened. Yeah, yeah. I, got I, hit I, by I, a dump truck. I knew a automobile or what was it was involved. I didn't realize it was a dump truck. Uh, that is, uh, <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's a disturbing death. I hope it was quick. I, I, you know, but again, very, cause you know, he was in Florida working out Dwayne Hassens, for those who don't know, was a backup quarterback, potentially oh, going for a starting position. And for the ESPN Steelers. let you know he was a backup quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Bailey says he loves the standing version of the show. Hey man, I think it works. Ch- change the eye level. You know what I mean? Mix it up. Get out of your comfort zone. Loves the setup. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, Haskins was drafted in the first round by the Redskins. And I remember because we know. And they were called the Redskins then. Because we know a comic fucking, uh, what the fuck was his name? Uh, the little tiny guy. He was a Washington. He was, oh, what the fuck? Why don't is I? He from Terman, Eric Terman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God, it took you a while. You, you, the THC is flowing, Ooh, man. Ooh, but yeah. I know so many comedians. I'm glad I whipped that off quick. I yeah. had lost it. <laughs> So Eric Terman from Washington, yeah, big, big Commanders fan, long absolutely. time, lifelong Commanders fan. Exactly. <laughs> um, he was pumped when they drafted Haskins. Like he was like telling everybody, like, "No, we got the steal of like everyone shitting on him. Haskins is going to be the guy." Mm, yeah, he didn't. The fact that, <sighs> by the way, need to say it, Rip. Yeah, Rest Rip is peace. right. Yeah, if I had a forty right now, we'd be pouring for big, it right now for Dwayne Rip Haskins. Taylor to Dwayne Haskins. Exactly. Before we oh, get it. Rip Taylor. Because really, at the end of the day, we're gonna what we're covering is the coverage of it, and boy, was it appalling. Oh, I'm sure, I'm um, sure it was. But I mean, we're gonna before that, we're gonna because this was I told Crocious I had things in mind that I, this every time something happens like this, I think of like what happened when I like what TV episode does this remind me of? And yeah. two things that quickly came to my head was Wally Cleaver in New Leave It to Beaver, the <laughs> '80s reboot of Leave It to Beaver. 
and the later seasons they dare him to ride a motorcycle and he gets into a, a motorcycle accident crow my sister cried in the episode they have to give him the fucking defibrillators oh really and my sister like hid her face and was bawling because it was so violent and we loved wally so much well, wally- he goes he goes roethlisberger into the car like a car pulls out and he goes over the hood whoa now wally was the brother correct older brother older, yeah exactly he cl- yeah. he clobbered people for that, beef that, that that was tony dow correct yes is it actually tony dow who plays oh him? fuck yeah they bring them all back wow well, yeah you didn't watch the new leave it to beaver i actually did not watch the oh new we're gonna get into it i watched the new chips that it's sold Eric Estrada and Larry Wilcox. But but then I used to watch old Leave It to Beaver. Like that was my first discovery of like goofy, ironic watching television. Like, look how square this is. My brother and I used to watch old Leave It to Beaver all the time. At the same time, Leave It to Beaver had a more of a kid's perspective. It was definitely a kid's perspective show. Oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. Barbara Billingsley. And Downs, Jerry Mathers. And Jerry Mathers as the, as beaver. the beaver. Exact. Tony Dow. Is Tony Dow alive still? I don't know, man. And I, I know Eddie Haskell died. Oh, yeah. Fucking did? Ken Desmond or whatever the fuck his name was. I, the, he probably was a problem later in life. Yeah. Well, I got a feeling he hit the bottle. Oh, I got a probably, the, the bottle. probably the meth pipe. He uh, probably got maybe into at the, the meth end, pipe at later the end. on. Ooh. Selling lawnmower parts to Ooh. people walking down the street. <laughs> hey, what you think? Oh, what's your little wife going to do? <laughs> yeah, uh, he was always fucking. The, that's Eddie Haskell's character. He like pestered people. And in this episode, because he ba- Eddie Haskell badgers Wally into writing, oh, what's your little wife gonna come ground you? <laughs> really, he's still yeah. the same. He's the same personality. Oh yeah. That there was a guy in he's my. He's got junior- a son too in the show. There was a guy in junior high school. There was a guy in my junior high school, my high school, who was so much like Eddie Haskell. You could never trust a single thing he had to say, ever. Ever you could never trust him. He was just a big white asshole. That kind of a white, probably like you know, you, you, characters on Euphoria. <laughs> Who is the Eddie Haskell on Euphoria? We'll watch it a little later. Fez but you're Coke. right though. What, well, Fez Coke. Well, Fez Coke's kind of the dude. You know what's uh okay. You know okay. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start you from episode one. Here's what we'll do. We'll watch a. We'll get a recap video. Okay. Of that. Oh, ooh, I like it. Good like, idea. Because you. That's what YouTube is good for, and that's what I need to start doing. With this show yeah. is like you break down the season in a copyright safe way for yeah. people. Like, yeah. so there's people who want to watch season three, but they're like, I don't want to watch fucking 10, 20 episodes okay. of television. So they'll just watch this 45 minute video of like everything you need to know about fucking euphoria before season three starts. Okay. okay and it's like good. a detailed breakdown. I have to watch it. That's exactly. what the shit, the gays got you covered on shit like that. Yeah. Euphoria breakdowns. When to order fucking uh, uh, Kendall Jenner makeup. Yeah. If you want to yeah. know that, you yeah. fucking you, you go to that. Okay, so again, we had Leave It to then, then there was also... Chandler it, Bing, or again. Matthew Perry from Friends, was on <laughs> Growing Pains. In, in 1989, this was season four, episode 12 of Growing Pains. Was he Tracy Gold's character as a boyfriend? Yes. Wow. And he's like the new slick college guy, and she's still in high school, and they're all apprehensive, and I know he wants to go partying, and they either don't let her, or she notices he's drunk, but he fucking plows into a tree, and then there's the moment in the hospital uh, there was a little. He's in the hospital, and then they walk away, and then Kirk Cameron comes in and is, makes the announcement, and she fucking breaks down crying. Uh, I couldn't get the full episode, but I have the moments. Ooh, we do. Do you want to watch that now? I think we got to open with that right okay. now. 
because I want to see Kirk Cameron. Does he does he bring the Bible out into a quote? Well, no. This if you're is left behind, pre-religi Cameron. Oh, I think I think he was religious from the from the get go because he was still dating that girl, right? I don't I don't know what is Kirk Kirk. There was a time Kirk Cameron was a t- a tiger beat heartthrob. He was up there with the two Corys. He, he was almost on par with them. I, I had a friend in high school. His younger sister had a big crush on Kirk Cameron because he was all like kind of wholesome looking and very kind of sweet looking. Whoa. <laughs> and then Alan Thick, he's been dead for a while. He had a big old Canadian grabber. He had too much uh, Canadian bacon, I think, and uh, had a grabber. You know, so I had a big Canadian grabber. Oh, I wanted to he had be a, like. <laughs> he had a, he ate a little bit of too much of the John Candy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't. Oh, I wanted to be like Gordy Howe. Oh, I'm not going to be like him. Oh, I'm having a grabber. I don't know. Was that, was that Irish? Was it Scottish? Was it Canadian? I don't know. It was something like that. Trying to find. I thought oh, this I is had great. This I, I, I am ecstatic that you have this. Okay, here we Gr- go. I remember watching bits of growing. But when I would watch sitcoms in college, I I, I couldn't sit down. I, I just what I was too bored by them. I they just didn't. They didn't grab me. I, what, I, I was not experiencing. No, when I was in college, because uh, Growing Pains is a, a sitcom of my collegiate years. I remember watching a little bit. I couldn't watch. You were too back wrapped then. up in the books, baby. Well, and also just like and and uh, getting drunk and, and burgeoning Badger football. Oh yeah, rotten Badger football. What, but when they were getting good, how excited did were you? Like this makes college so much better. Like well, did it reinvigorate your experience? <laughs> the pussy tasted sweeter. Yeah, the man. beer ran richer. <laughs> no, but his first year, Barry Oliver's his first year, nineteen ninety. I was a, a junior in college, 1990. Uh, only time I got arrested for mooning, I've told the story before, mooning at a, at a student uh, in the student section. Back on! Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and it was the only game they won that year. They were 1-10, in 10, and I was literally like, you can tell they're going to be better. And I actually knew they were going to be better. That's when I first... They lost 47-28. Well, exactly. Gonna be, they the, scored 28 points, and 20 of them in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, there's little shit yeah, to be excited yeah, about exa- that. Oh, you latching on. Like, latching on. Here's a moment when I know, even if you're not winning, if you can answer, if you can... When, a, when your opponent scores, if you can answer it with points more often than not... You're headed in the right direction. I think that's a good standard. It's four. Yeah. It's the three and outs that when you're like, oh god, yeah, like when it yeah. gets to the third quarter and you're like, we haven't moved the ball, yeah, at all. Oh yeah, but like if you're like, oh no, like we're down by twenty points, but like we're almost scoring every time we have the ball. A t- totally good point. The year before they got him, they lost to Michigan at home, sixty-two to fourteen. The very first play of the game, I think it was Leroy Garbage Hort. time fourteen. Oh yeah, absolutely. The very first play from Michigan. First off, Wisconsin got the got the kick got the kickoff. First play, eight yard sack of Tony Lowry. Three and out. Punt the ball. First play from Michigan, seventy yard touchdown. But the running back, literally, I don't think he even moved. It was just like he got the ball, went straight, everything parted, touchdown. It was like I mean they got destroyed in games destroyed they, they won a a road game in the big 10 against minnesota at the end of the 91 season alvarez second year they hadn't won a big 10 road game since 1985 from 85 to 91 numbers oh, oh they were prairie view a&m shit right uh, there unwatchably bad so in that 90 season i remember they lost to illinois 21 to 3 and it was like oh my god they only lost by 18 points they were actually kind of in the game and like the plays they ran you're like Oh, guys are actually running routes, and you, that they actually look disciplined. They actually just physically look. They just didn't have talent. They actually looked better. You could tell they were actually kind of in games, you know, for a little bit. They lost to Washington. Washington was like that's when Washington was a great college football. Don James, Steve 
Entman. They, they had like a, a first first overall pick. They lost to Washington on the road, twenty seven to ten. Old it was like a win. Daryl Bevel leading the charge. Well, that that was a Jay Macias and Tony Lowry. When they got Bevel in ninety three, I was out of college. I had been graduated for two years. That's how old I am, Keith. Uh, but I, I came up in '93. I, I went up and saw him play several games in '93, and I was like, "Oh, this team's good." So here we go. We're so gonna watch thank this. You. Thank you. So we got, but that was a nice little fucking adjunct right there. So we exactly. got this episode here. <laughs> Everybody should be familiar with this TV on the screen. We used this TV frame for this podcast. Oh, that's the generic TV frame I used great. to use for the TV. Look how far we've come. I, I literally had, I literally had that television set in like 1982. That sort of faux wood kind of panel. So here we go. We're, we got a couple videos to intro. I think this is the intro to the character. Carol's getting ready for her date with Sandy, a guy who is not yet her boyfriend because Sandy's not. See, this is the video. I normally hate these, uh, but we'll deal with it. For oh, it's one. fine. Trying it gets... to rush into any label. Look Papa at Perry. Question Sandy's intention. As sand often invades bodily crevices when you least expect it. Mama's. Is... <laughs> He's going to rape her. Deaver likes Sandy. Papa remains skeptical. And Papa ain't wrong. All Sandy wants to do is suck porch face. Well, yeah. Fucking Tracy Gold was the shit at that yeah, time. Absolutely. Uh, she had a Did she do any nudity? No, no, no. She, she had a severe eating disorder. Yeah. There was a movie like a about major, her. Yeah. Major. She looked like Bob Sandy. It's progeria sister or whatever, <laughs> yeah, or whatever the I mean, fuck scleroderma. I mean, that's very mean. Rip Saget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there exactly. was a Lifetime movie that Bob Saget made about his sister. His sister had a disease where your skin basically shrinks on your body. Oh. She ended up looking like this, like a, like the crypt kefir. Oh my god! Bad stuff. Bad oh, stuff. It's terrible. Scleroderma. I, I I don't even know if is Tracy Gold even alive anymore. I think she oh, is. Oh yeah. Ask Siri. Hey Google. Google. Is Tracy Gold alive? Sorry, I don't have any information about that. What is wrong with this this, this one? No. What is Tracy Gold up to? No. I don't. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She's very much alive. Yeah. Because because I think she retired re- in 2017. That means she either married a rich guy or she saved her fucking growing pains money. Yeah. Good for her. Good retired. Yeah. She was like, I'm I'm out of the game. But she was the shit. Sandy one. So we're talking 89 here. Cameron probably had already seen the light. You think? Uh, yeah, prob- well, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Let's Carol's see. heart with yeah, a very I think mature so. dorm party, followed by a romantic dinner for two at a dive bar, the one with the cheap beer and free peanuts. Sandy invites Carol to a Dean's List lunch tomorrow. Carol says being hungover at a nerd fest sounds like a hoot, but she's got a family brunch with Grandma. If I don't show up, I'll be dead. Damn, Carol, that brunch sounds serious. Look Sandy at this. Sandy says it'd be... <laughs> By the way, when you look at this lighting and look at the angles and look at the, the production quality, how is this different from Days of Our Lives? Lives. How is this any different? You know, I mean, it's right. the same. I mean, look at Perry. Perry was he was being groomed. Man. I wondered. Now, were they always kind of because you had DiCaprio, the like the stray they took in? Was it always a semi-serious show? Like, or are you not from, as familiar with Growing Pains? I watched a little bit of it. Growing Pains. Here's my yeah. Growing Pains because I was alive for it. I here's what I remember of Growing Pains. There's a very sliver of my early childhood. I remember CBS Saturday mornings. I remember my sister waking me up early, early, like 536, and we would make breakfast and we would watch Garfield and Friends, Mr. Bogus. Um, there was a show with <laughs> Mr. There Bogus. was a show with Tony Little, you know, the fucking workout guy, the guy who makes the fucking wow. who makes the fucking uh, like the treadmills. Do you know who I'm talking no, about? No, I don't. Tony Little was this long haired Kurt Hennig guy who like wow. did infomercials. He had a show where he played some little dude's imaginary friend who would be in his backpack 
And like throughout the day, he'd like encourage him. And he was just this little muscle guy in his backpack. That show and Pee Wee's Playhouse was on. Wow. And I remember, I remember flashes. I remember flashes of doing that. I remember it was definitely after my parents divorced, but my dad was living alone. So he just wasn't there a lot. Like he was there, but like in his room. He had a new girlfriend nursing a hangover, maybe, or, or, or just doing being just not getting over my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Off not getting over my mom. Yeah. Yeah. So my me and my sister were kind of alone. I remember flashes of that and growing pains is very much in those flashes. Interesting. See, when I think of growing pains, it definitely. Well, I, I watched a little bit of it. It was certainly a sitcom, but it was kind of like a dramedy in a sense. They try to have comedic moments and but yet serious moments too. a lot of corny laughs. That is correct. This is DiCaprio's very first introduction to like, I think, entertainment. We, 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 was, we were doing anything on TV. So, uh, yeah, I don't remember the characters very well, but I remember Kirk Cameron because I said before, friend of mine in high school, younger sister, had a big crush on Kirk Cameron and he was in issues of Tiger Beat. <laughs> Tiger Beat was like, that, that was like the that was the skin mag for like, I don't know, 10 year old girls of that era, 12 year old girls of that era. Let's watch more. I, I, I want to see him croak. Be nice to have his girlfriend by his side. Oh, crap. Carol, horny for commitment, says grandma can suck waffles. She'll be there. Meanwhile, Ben, a pervert, films his sister's gropathon for blackmail or jacking off. Probably a jackmail combo. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's shit that like wasn't a problem in the 80s. What? What? Filming someone if they were? Oh, all that little small stuff. Like the idea of like peeping. Like, I I don't know if we talked about it. I watched MASH recently and like. I can handle some stuff and I'm all for free speech yeah. and all sorts of like offensive nonsense. But like the movie mash is fucking misogynistic with the whole scene when, when, when hot lips I mean, is, is in the shower. It, but they- that's the, the end, like the, the cherry on top at the end. The whole movie is about all of the dudes just trying to peep on the nurses like. There's always, if you watch it, there's always someone in the back peeping into a tent or like they put the microphone under the bed and listen to him. Fuck. Like at the time, that's all hilarious jokes. But like rewatching it, you're like, this movie is brimming with sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, even if I don't like disapprove of it, you're just like, this would be a nightmare. This movie would be a PR nightmare now. Yeah. yeah. There's literally a line where uh, I think it's Sutherland or uh, or, or the other dude. Elliot Gould. Yeah. Gould. It's weird how he's the one of the main characters and he comes in like 40 minutes into the movie. They try and sell you on Tom Skerritt for the first 35 minutes. Yeah, I know. It's bizarre. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Tom Skerritt. Yeah, and then he becomes nobody immediately. Yeah, once Once Gould Gould comes comes in. in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Gould literally, when uh, she he says something to Margaret and she freaks out and he goes, "She's a bitch. She's a bitch." Yeah, we were like, "God damn!" And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, fucking whore." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the whole I I, I've but that's akin to this of just like the idea of like what you're just a fucking. You're hot, sis. I'm going to fucking pass these around the fucking hall. Here's what I'm trying to, because I, I hear what you're saying. I don't dismiss what you're saying. It's a good point. Very good point. But but everything is filmed now, right? Am, am I missing something here? Isn't every, everything is, is pictures and, and, and filming stuff and putting it online and nothing is sacred anymore. You know, so this idea, I mean, it, I mean, really, isn't it, nothing sacred, you know? 
Isn't there sexual well, yeah. shit kind of posted all the time? I think, or? but like I here's and I I'll use the same excuse I use when I want people to be adults. Yeah, and stuff. I think there needs to be this understanding of some restraint. Yeah. Yes, you can upload your girlfriend's nudes onto the internet. Yes, you could search yeah. and find the realest sex online. But like, do you want to? Yeah, like yeah. you should. Like as much as you should be able to turn something off when it offends you and not blog about it. You should be able to like when you find out that a famous celebrity got her phone hacked and her fuck videos are online. Of course you want to watch them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you mention because I got to be honest of this. And you're totally right. Keith had the whole like he's the weird, creepy younger brother who's kind of annoying with his big camcorder. I, I just never had that impulse back then. I never had the impulse of like, you know what I'm going to do, Keith? I'm going to sneak into the woman's bathroom, you know, and I'm going to film women going to the bath. Why? Why would I do a that? Chuck Berry? Yeah, I, I, I just had no. Or oh, wouldn't it be cool to do that? Or go into a woman's, you know, uh, uh, you know, whatever through the window. I always knew when that was portrayed in movies like Animal House. That was naughty. You didn't do that. That was part of the humor of it. Is that you was something you didn't do. You weren't supposed to do that. You know, peeping toms. Peeping toms are weird. Peeping toms are weird. That's a weird fetish. You know, I know. I know a couple of women who had peeping toms. They'd be in the bathroom, also they'd see some dude looking in the fucking window and you know be screaming and shit. It's like that's kind of weird. Anyway, yeah, for sure. So let's go on with this. The brother's a yes. fucking pervert. Carol is busted past curfew, but while she discreetly cloaks her sinner breath, Mama Seaver says she's gonna let this one slide. Cool, Mama Lurt. Carol says. Sam- so I think we got enough. I'm tired of this nerd's voice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I want to see him die. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, I got wa- that. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's the point of this whole thing: is seeing Matthew Perry. By the way, I think Matthew Perry had struggles with the bottle, correct? He had a pro- Pills. Pill? Oh, big Vicodin guy. Look at him. Oh, this is, someone's recording this with their phone, obviously. Sandy? Carol? By, by the way. Do you have morphine? <laughs> Click this button for me. V- Vicodin? I, Vicodin, please? <laughs> I can't, can you jerk my numb cock off for me? <laughs> the whole, also, by the way, with... Uh, if he dies, I, I have to say this, shouldn't he have a head injury? That, that's always the big thing. Here's like, what my I, I leg know. is up because I have Here's a broken what, leg. I remember you know? this so much. So it's internal hemorrhaging. Oh, oh, well, he's know. got internal. He dies of internal internal hemorrhaging because Ugh. Kirk Cameron can't say it because he's the dumb guy. That's where the laugh comes in Ooh, is like Kirk Cameron comes out and he goes, he had um, he and the and uh, Alan Thick goes hemorrhaging. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Stupid, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, that means we're 30 minutes in. I got to fix the camera. Okay. Okay. That's cool. It's good. No, no problem. No problem. It's all good. So she doesn't look like Trace, Tracy Gold there. I keep forgetting. I got to set a timer. I got to set a little timer here. It's cool, for... man. So yeah. Okay. So here. Oh yeah. Here we go. Matthew Perry. Be when my dad gets here. Sandy, I am so sorry this happened to you. Carol, don't worry. I'm gonna be okay. My car, on the other hand, that's who you should worry about. What happened last night? Well, this big tree ran right out in front of me. Finding humor in death. I do I do kind of applaud the effort with yeah, that. Yeah, They're yeah. cheap jokes. Yeah. I feel like in that scenario, you should make them a little more sinister. Like, he should be making I'm going to die jokes. Oh, yeah. The, the Instead Grim of Reapers, the, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just ran out of luck last night. Are you kidding? I mean, when you think of what could have happened, 
Ooh. Ooh. That's not good acting. Am I, am I wrong? No, yeah. When you terrible. think about what happened, that's not good. It's like, ooh, man. Ooh. I, I, honestly, this is still five times better than I could ever act. I am not an actor. I cannot act. You know, my, li- oh, I'm a terrible actor. You know? I think you just got to, you need the right role, Crow. Yeah, who knows? This wouldn't be. And driving. Carol, we have talked about this. Mom, what's her name again? Who's Tracy Gold? No, 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 no. The the mother. mother. Tracy Gold is like four foot three. Yeah, who's the mom again? It's not Jill Eikenberry. It's not. uh, It's not Judith Guest. It's not Judith Light. Is it Judith Guest? Let's see. Yeah, who's the mother again? Who's the mom in Growing Pains? According to People, Joanna Kearns. Kearns, now 68, led the TV family as reporter mom Maggie Seaver. Wow. Seaver. Seaver was the 80s, back when journalism was respected. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It was like, whoa, man. All the president's men, like Woodward and Bernstein, were deemed like respectable people, not this just complete. Even I like that Jew. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, here's. I thought you had more sense to get into a car with a guy like that. I do. Well, it doesn't sound like that to me. You see? Well, Dad, you don't have to get mad. I mean, we we know it was wrong. We've learned our lesson. Sandy's got a second chance now, and he's never going to do it again. But right. Second chance. I'm never going to do it again either. Yeah, she was always crying. I recall there was always a cry thing with her. She was always crying. We were just doing butt funnels, Dad. (laughs) What's a butt funnel? It's when you stick a beer bong in your anus and you pour foam into it. There you go. It goes straight into the liver, Dad, and we're never going to do it again. It's Stevie Nicks style. Yeah, yeah, so some great slick shit right there. Ow, ow. Again, (laughs) I am not into ass play. I I, I just don't get it. I don't get it sexually. We're talking about anal shots. Drug wise. Yeah, I don't get just. It, it serves basically one purpose for me. I'm the sorry. White queen you know. <laughs> dumps beer in your asshole. So, uh, yeah. But Chuck <laughs> in uh, the dorm of I, I want to see Cameron. I want to see Cameron come in here. Carol, look. The, look, at, look at that sport coat, man. Carol, look, look at the cut of that sport coat. Carol, we got a spanker. Yeah, we gotta do something. I, I, I love you so much. I can't believe you're showing compassion in this moment, Carol. Thick looks okay though. Little did he know he's gonna have a, Cana- a Canadian grabber. <laughs> yeah, dude. He uh, he had he got he candied. Absolutely. <laughs> See, they always had a moment like this. What if he tried to make out with her right there? <laughs> That'd be horrible, horrible tongue. Look at him go into it. Look how he grabs the back of her head. <laughs> Doesn't it look like he's trying to fucking go in? <laughs> Just uh, get out of here, Joanna. Dad, Dad I haven't look e- at that palm, I dude. E- eaten in three days, Dad. Dad, yeah. I have celery and peanut butter, Dad. You burn <laughs> more calories eating celery than actually, you know, when you consume she it. She played herself in the Lifetime movie where she's an Anna. Oh, she did. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the hospital around seven. Sandy thinks an hour should be enough time for his dad to stop yelling. Speaking as a parent, Carol, I would say two hours yelling minimum. Better make it eight o'clock. God, this is live audience. Oh, oh, oh. look at those pants. Hi. I think hey. I still have clothes like that. Look at that fucking. <laughs> look at that bushy hair. Was your hair froed like that? Um, when it, it would get long, it would get kind of weird. I, I definitely had a like like length in the back like that without a doubt i never had really curls in my hair you know mm-hmm. i didn't have that i had more of my father's hair uh listen carol um look at him he's just a dramatic that guy moment. doug just called from the hospital 
This was his moment. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is later, Cameron. Um, um, the Lord you know. has come down and blessed <laughs> me, and you're going to be left behind unless you think exactly the way I do. You see, I'm black and white in my thinking. Trans people are, in fact, evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a drop. Told yeah. me that, uh, you said that. What is it, Mike? What is it, you fucking dummy? Come on, spit it out, all right? <laughs> Listen, you little fruit. Real <laughs> Sam just died. Oh. And the alarm goes off. Oh it knows it. Yeah, he said it was just a few minutes ago. Michael Seaver, that is the sickest joke that I have ever heard. And oh, I am man, never that's gonna bad. Forgive you. Bad writing. Caroline. <laughs> I mean, we were just down there. She always cried in an episode. The ones I saw. I saw him. He looked good. He, he was laughing. And joking. I'm sorry that this happened. He wouldn't dare die. <laughs> no! His penis was so warm and alive. <laughs> said that he was just um, bleeding oh, inside or something. Internal hemorrhaging. Um, Mama, this has to be some mistake. I mean, Sandy's gonna be fine. He told me. <laughs> I know, I know. She's trying. She's putting her back in. I could never cry. I cried like that when my dad's cat died. Really? Thought it was my fault. Is it yeah. fair? Well, you <laughs> know when I cried. He's gonna be on Friends. <laughs> He's gonna literally make $20 million a year in reruns. Oh, no, no. He forced uh, me to snort pills off his boner. Here, here's, I cried like that. Here's when I cried. Is anyone going to tackle him? I hate Walter Payton. I hate him. That, that was me crying. I imagine a young Crocious like this. Like throwing your arms down. No, no, and like, it, was, it was a lot of stomping. Like getting up and stomping around. Like, just go now. I hate Walter Payton. I hate him. I hate Walter Payton. Like, I, I, my voice got that. There was never, up. I wish we had Walter Payton. No. I, I, I literally, like, when they would play the Bears back, because literally the Bears were only him. It was only him was the team. They Bob Avellini did not scare me. One, Brian Bashnagel did not scare me. Walter Payton you feared. And he would and cuz he had to get cuz the Vikings were the best team in the division, so he had to get up for that game. Beyond his 275 game, uh, Keith, he had games at 150, 160. He always had two yeah. touchdowns against the Vikings. A minimum two touchdowns. He it was the tail end. They weren't eating people at that point. Well, when they, when, the, <laughs> when, when they, in his career, you know how many yards uh, uh, Peyton ran against against the Vikings? I mean, just against the Vikings alone, probably three thousand. No, not three. He had nineteen hundred yards rushing, though. That's, That's a, a lot. That's a That's season against the Vikings alone in his career. That and is a lot. And they never had awful defenses, right? Like, were they always kind of middling? Like, uh, did the, the Vikings? Vikings? Did they ever? Was there ever a year where you're like, they're got dirty? Their eighty four team was ter- their eighty four team was three and thirteen, and they started getting a little long in the tooth in the early early eighties. But they had good linebackers. Their linebackers were excellent, actually. So, so yeah, I mean, he he, he always like one thirty four was a bad game against the Vikings from Walter Payton. So I would weep like Tracy Gold. Do you want to go fill your meter? I got to fill my meter, but I'll be back. Okay. We now return to Cracker, Brotherly Love. All this right. cheese is great, by the way. Easing back. Well, yeah, that's fucking straight up Trader Joe's KB yeah. Jack, dude. Thanks, Bob. I really appreciate that. 
Let's make it official. So we got a lot of stuff to get into still. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do the uh, Wally Cleaver getting into it here. I think I had that down. Exactly. history. Um. Oh yeah, I got it on this playlist. I always forget I made a playlist for the show. Uh, but welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed enjoyed the first half. Hope, yeah. Hope Bailey's still with us here. God damn it, so I didn't want to do this. We will eventually. The coach. Okay. Exactly. Oh, here we go. Really sure. fumbling the beginning of the second half here, but we'll it's get okay. into it. It's okay. We know. No, we we got right, we again go. for those little recap. Uh, Dwayne Haskins passed, uh, former quarterback of the. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Washington Commanders, as they're called now. And Dwayne Haskins as the Beaver. Exactly. And so that has inspired us to, to go through death themed shows. And de death of athletes. I did I forgot about the Jerome Brown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was he like a Hall of Fame level player? Oh, I think if he had if he would have survived, boy, him and, and Reggie White, they were gonna have another four or five or six great years. In fact, if he doesn't get killed, maybe Reggie White doesn't go to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, because that that was a big. He free found out agent when he was signing. accepting an award. It was one of those moments, Brian Piccolo style, where he's about to Reggie White's about to give this speech to some fucking ceremony, and they tell him Jerome Brown died, and he has to do the, you know, we, I lost yeah. a good man tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he was he was Brother delivering in the trench. Yeah, all I, sorts I, of war <laughs> shit they talk about with football. <laughs> exactly, warriors going to war together. It's just football. You you, you want to? I always love that about you. They compare it to football. You want you want to know what's like war? War is like war. Football is not. Football is like football. War is like war. You know. So yeah, well, I think he was going to deliver a sermon at a uh, at, at veteran stadium because yeah. he was religious, and that was you know it's pre interwebs. You know, so he literally found the news out like hours and hours later. Yeah, you know, it's snail mailed to him. It probably. I just received a mimeograph <laughs> informing me. Yeah, no, no, what a way exactly. No, it, it was a fax. I just got a Xerox. A Xerox. Xerox. <laughs> the Pony Express and, and Carrier Pigeon. All right. So here we go. So this was, a, we were talking about it off air. This was a, a, a tragic afternoon for me and my sister. We watched a lot of PBS uh -huh. and WCIU as kids. I had PM kindergarten, so I would, all the morning TV was mine to watch. Interesting. So I'd watch... Hawaii Five-O, Rockford Files, fucking, uh, and then this came on WCIU as well, and then also like Barney and shit. This this coincided with a summer where every day of the summer there was a tornado warning. It was just that muggy <laughs> and stormy. Uh, what what year was that? Was that ninety three? Yeah, that was ninety three. Wasn't yes? You want that, that? Oh man, I remember that. I lived in Chicago. I was in Wicker Park when it was true Wicker Park. I, I, I had the, the mugging to prove it. 1993, <laughs> living on Pretty Damon. real world Wicker Park. Oh, oh absolutely. This is 1993. MTV changed that neighborhood. Uh, well, it was certainly, you could tell it was already happening at that time. But I mean, people were still pushing on shopping carts. You know, the, the, this is when uh, the Busy Bee, that, that famous diner. That that was the diner that Hillary Clinton made her comment. I could have stayed at home baking cookies all day. Yeah, that 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 was literally the beginning of like the right being like, we know how to attack this woman. This she's against traditional families. She's a bitch. Oh, you know. So it happened in Wicker Park. So 1993. That that that, that summer balls. It rained every fucking day. Every day it rained. I, I know because my, my roommate at the time was a guy Bobby J Lingle who was in the Army Reserve. 
And he had to go to the Mississippi. The Mississippi uh, uh, overflowed and, and flooded so bad. He's like, oh, I'm going to be gone for a week. He was gone for six weeks. He had to go like with with armed you know with, with yeah. weaponry like the Kevin Costner movie yeah yeah absolutely uh, of like and put sandbags out. I mean it was like an ordeal oh, dude. Riverside in in Chicago that's like the Riverside is Riverside it's not like out here where there's no water yeah like, yeah Riverside California there's no river yeah exactly <laughs> for them to be beside Riverside Illinois that's along the mighty Mississippi oh yeah daddy or, yeah. or channels of it yeah absolutely you know I remember that summer absolutely I remember that oh summer. it was well, I was terrified dude. Every episode of television, yeah. and you're reading the tornado warnings, and it would be not a fucking cloud in the sky. Yeah, that crap would that forms in a hurry, though, man. Someone was like, someone "Oh, dude, was, yeah." I mean, this isn't '93, but there was a. Uh, this is quick, funny. Then we'll get yeah. into this. Yeah. Why? Why am I worried? We have yeah, all the time. Exactly. Um, have fun. I do have to watch the timer though, because I think we're close. Hello, Larry. Portland is a long way Three from minutes LA. from having to fucking change the fucking camera. That's okay. Um, no, I just I want to make sure I got it on. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Quick story. So, I, so it's fucking one of the most immaculate days in the summer. This is height of days of our lives. Marlene is possessed by the devil. So we're talking <laughs> 96, 95, that era. Yeah. Because I remember being home watching that. And then uh, my grandma's like, we're going to the grocery store. So I was like, okay, I like going to the grocery store. Yeah. We get to the grocery store and there had been tornado watches that day, but I'm like, it's fucking beautiful out, whatever. It's yeah. probably like, cause a watch means the chances are low. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking 102 degrees out. The chances the are warning likely. is the, that means that a, a warning means they have seen a tornado. Exactly. Watch is actually not watch, as bad. Watch means the conditions are, yep. are favorable. Ripe. Yep. Uh, but there hasn't been a tornado formed yet, so that's always a good thing. People out here don't know that. So we go to we go to Sturks, which was our grocery store. <laughs> Sturks, <laughs> I gotta go over to Sturks. I think you got some throat lozenges there. I got a really bad sore throat. So Andy to wants Sturks. to know. Andy Cruz is here. Why are we? Why am I standing? I'm just more comfortable this way. Exactly. I, th- I think it works. So I like I'm it. I'm a fan of it. You can see the gut. I'm gonna work it off. I yeah. want to be honest with it. You got it. It's there. happening. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, it, it, it's not as bad as when you were the in the Mexican assassin look that you had uh, ten years ago. Or 12 oh yeah, years I was ago. three good three hundo. Yeah. So we go to Sturks and we go in. It's beautiful. I come out. It is black. Yeah. And fucking dreary. And we're driving home, and I see a funnel cloud, Daddy. And then so I start freaking out because at that time I remember that was the era where I would watch the Weather Channel all day yeah and just any storm that was near the state of illinois i'd work myself into a frenzy that it was gonna change nature and fucking yeah. just go off one night yeah. there was a tornado warning in georgia and i almost had a panic attack that it was gonna come north <laughs> <laughs> a thousand miles north was gonna make it so exactly yeah i hated such severe storms. thought process so on I, the way home it. yeah so we get to my grandma's house it's terrible she has a police scanner the scanner's even saying like there was a tornado spotted on the ground you should get in your basement so we go into the basement. Also, I've heard that when the rain starts going sideways, that's bad. Yes. So I look out our window and the rain is hitting vertically on the window. Oh, and I quoted an episode. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I quoted an episode of Happy Days. There's an episode of Happy Days where fucking their uh, tornadoes hitting. Yes. And Ralph Mouth goes, tornado time. I said that <laughs> at my young age. So we, I make my grandparents go downstairs. My grandpa fought in World War II. He's not about this. Yeah, yeah. He wants yeah. to stay upstairs. Fucking who cares? Yeah, the Cubs. The are, Japs dropped bombs on me the, when I was in Guadalcanal. The Cubs are on rain delay. He yeah. wants. He doesn't care. Yeah. 
He wants him to start this. Well, ball was this game the Rich Wilkins, the Wilkie era of, of the Cubs? This is like uh, y- young Sosa, like pre steroid Sosa. Maybe uh, this is like probably the last year of of Sandberg when he retired and then came back. I think oh, it's the yeah. year he came back. Yeah, it took ninety six, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because he retired that. for a season and then came back for like a swan song. Yeah. And then he finally retired and they made the playoffs. So yeah. he was a fucking anchor at that point, <laughs> keeping everybody down. So, but I remember also, I remember I, we, we brought the scanner down and I remember plugging it in and touching the prong as I plugged it in and shocked myself, changing the camera. Okay. Okay. So again, uh, you, 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 this was a, a tornado story. So you got in the basement, I assume. Oh, we all did. I made everybody do it. But then it, everything, it did bluster around. I think there was a loose fucking tornado Ooh. in the area, but it ultimately was nothing. We went back upstairs within three and a half minutes, uh, and then it was sunny again. Really? Yeah, but I remember that day of like, it was that quick. Like, wow. it changed within 10 minutes. We wow. were not in the store long. Well, did you remember the summer of 95, the record-breaking heat wave summer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you were a kid, but you were like eight years old. 95 is my prime, daddy. Yeah, yeah. Eric Kramer, you know, uh, uh, Jordan retired. You know he blew his face off like Richard Jenny and survived. Uh, Eric Kramer did? Yeah. Oh. He recently, because they announced he had like a health scare. It just recently came out this year. He's doing press about it. He wrote a book. He blew his, because his son overdosed on heroin in the early 2000s. Oh, so he was just devastated by that. And he, in like 2018, tried to blow his head off and survived. Oh. And had to regain how he had to relearn everything. So he just learned how to talk again. That's why he's finally like, and he's like, kind of has, kind of sounds like he's drunk now. A little bit, because you can tell like, he's got neurological shit, because he put a fucking bullet in his head, put the eternal fucking, uh, <laughs> the eternal hammer to his head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but exactly. kudos to Kramer for fucking pulling it out. So again, death motif, bringing it back full circle. So here's, so this is the tornado heat era of Chicago. Yeah, that's that me. That era is me watching this episode. Uh, Eddie, ha- this is the new Leave it to Beaver. Wow. This is like leave it to Beaver, but they all have kids. So it's about their kids and them being parents. You know, I give you credit, Keith. You got you got good deep cuts. I mean, dude, my whole I life mean, is deep cuts. I mean, leave it to Beaver was. I mean, that was of my era. I said this before. It's when I first discovered kind of ironic watching television. I caught a good era of reboots. There was yeah. a, there was WKRP in Cincinnati, the new one, new wow. WKRP. Wow. This. Um, there was a couple of other like was Howard has on, uh, on the reboot. Oh, yeah. yeah, he knew he knew his bride. His bride was bottled with that. So here we go. This is an episode where Eddie or uh, Wally, who plays Beaver's older brother, Tony for Dow. people who don't know, leave it to Beaver's a show from the 50s that is basically quintessential America. Ward Cleaver works at an undisclosed factory where he yeah. makes enough money to support his entire white family. Um, Wally, you know the way it used to be. Oh, I'm looking at the camera there now. I guess yeah. <laughs> Wally's got the that's like Letterman jacket, fucking yeah, all archetype friends. You got the little fat Larry Mondello friend who always talks like this. Hey Beaver, can we just sit and eat chocolates all day? Yeah. And Beaver's just so well. Gee, I don't know, Larry. Well, I don't know. Let's go <laughs> fuck with Wally a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Eddie's always. It's just that type of like suburban sitcom oh absolutely so they bring it back in the late 80s with beaver is the parents and like they all got kids so here we go now i want you to you don't have to know i want anything you see like all these characters this is exactly how they are in the 50s show they don't change the they haven't grown none of them have grown (laughs) 
Like, look, even look at that car. This is 1989. <laughs> what an odd choice. So, is Beaver still a virgin? I, so the the audio is bad. I can't find a lot of it, but okay. but I'll I'll try and get it. Uh, no, Beaver's got two kids. Oh wow, one Kip, and they're taller than him. They're big. So so Beaver left it in. Oh, he left it in, and they were mighty. Yeah, this kid's could. six foot two. Wow. Okay. That's fucking Eddie Haskell. Yeah. Is extracting your pound of flesh. You disgust me. So Eddie wants him to go out and do like fucking. I think it's the motor. I don't know if it. He just wants him to go take the car out. Let's go gamble and everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Eddie's a loose cannon. Eddie's the character on the show where he would always get into mischief, and then when the mom would catch him, oh, hello, Mrs. Cleaver. Oh, I know. Yeah, absolutely. I'll go call my mother right now, Mrs. I'll never Cleaver. Forget. And then he turns. She turns around and he does like hunt motions behind her to wall yeah. and shit like that. <laughs> uh. He's um, the stiffler of his time. J- J- uh, in my junior high school, John Davis, who has a searing impression on my mind, total bully, the most snarky, sarcastic human being I think I've ever met in my entire life. And I've met a lot of assholes. And, and, and he was nicknamed Eddie Haskell because I remember he was selling me. I bought a bike actually from him. It was a, it was a decent bike. I bought it. And my mom came out to sort of like consummate the transaction. That's probably not the best word to use. But to basically give him his money. And he literally would be like, Oh, hello, Mrs. Crochet. Oh, his voice changed 180 when she was around. It was like, yeah. he was literally like Eddie Haskell. It, it was bizarre. He was an asshole. So t- that guy was an asshole. Since the audio is bad, what I'm going to do is we're going to do the dialogue for them. So they're okay. at the gas station and Eddie's just like, what? Let's just go by one hooker. Come on. I, <laughs> you leave it in. Look, Beaver's stuff is strong. He won't jack in her. Let, 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 let your let's brother see. and I paint her with our hoses. Let, 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 let's, uh, let's let's see this here. Yeah. Oh, that's. Look at Eddie Haskell. What does toe-headed mean? Uh, I think just fat head. Like, oh, you're okay. dumb, you're a dumb tard. Okay. <laughs> Came from my sack. Kid thinks <laughs> is, he's smart. Is that his kid? Yeah, he's going to be a bookie one day. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Oh. 30 bucks. Well, no, that's what I love about you. You didn't allow Mighty Mike's 18-inch reach disadvantage to discourage you from going with your instincts. <laughs> Look at Wally. Wally's right there. So let me point this out because it's a little blurry. I want to do some pointing here. Yeah, Wally's got totally uh, like gray hair. So that's Wally. <laughs> I, I like he looks like a hitman for the mafia. Is it? Is that like, Larry Mandela with his right there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. They literally sound the same. He t- and they did a I want to bang your wife joke. Um, so I think the the crux of this here is they're going to pay Wally like $30 to ride this motorcycle down the street. See how the kid does it. <laughs> so the guy with the beard is is Beaver here? Beaver's there, yeah. Oh, is Beaver on the far right? That's, That's Beaver, Beaver right yeah, there. yeah. Kind of looking like Billy Joel. And, 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 is that Larry Mondello in the, with the beard? I don't know. I don't know if they got Larry probably died or of a Bob heart attack Villa? when he was fucking 15. Yeah, yeah. Take it for a 
I, I think he was doing drugs with Buffy from Family Affair. Think about it. God, this was the... The, being a t- kid star in the 50s and 60s, you were not prepared for what life was going to be like. So now Beaver comes in to be the voice of reason. Because now, mind you, Wally's never driven a motorcycle. Talking about his wife, right? I think he owns that garage, too. I got to familiarize myself with the show. Wally. You haven't been on a bike since the day you saw Easy Rider. You're kidding. That was Beaver. Wow. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a reference. There we go. See, they went through the 60s. They had their thing in the 60s. They're now aging boomers. Rewatching you know? this, Beaver has no emotions in his acting. Yeah, yeah. You haven't been on a motor since you've seen Easy Rider. <laughs> Just line. That's all it is. Well, because that was when he was a kid. He was always the timid, like, well, gee. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. In any situation. You were supposed to project into him. Although I remember the, the later episodes of Leave it to Beaver, they all hit puberty. Like they, they were like 16, 17. Oh, yeah. He have a gee, Wally. Yeah. yeah he like ended 63. Up, I remember episodes where Beave goes out for the football team and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had a pet monkey in yeah. one episode that got sick. Yeah. They had a monkey. They were feeding it bananas and stuff. We call that the gazoo era of a TV yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the uh, Oliver from uh, from Brady yeah. Bunch. You know, get a kid a, on here. Always a little sidekick to prop on the main character's yeah. shoulder. Don't <laughs> you felt that surge of power? The thrill of the open road? Don't you want to fuck your wife right? So here's what we do, Walt. Look, I, look, I tell you what, he looks, he looks pretty hip. You when know? you're having sex with your old lady, you blindfold her, I'll come in through the window, <laughs> and you make the noises, and I'll do the motions. <laughs> yeah, but if you're afraid that the little woman's going to... Call it the Look at it, he's still an asshole. I understand. You want to cuck out to your little okay. poor wife? so we know this. Let's get to the scene where he gets in the accident. Oh, this is it. Oh, 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 this is it. He fires it up. He doesn't ride this motorcycle for 10 seconds. Bad idea. What are you a fan? Helmet? Exactly. <laughs> Seatbelt? Don't wear that. COVID? It's not real. Do, 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 do. We got Dion playing some songs. 1958. It's the same set as Back to the Future. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> Here we go. Montage. Wally, what's pubic hair? Why Wally, do, why do nipples have the little rounds, the little bumps around the edges? Well, why did I just pee toothpaste? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I don't like Marianne Rogers either, but I feel kind of bad when I see her talking to some of the other guys in school. I guess that bad feeling is what makes people get married. Search me, Wally. It's a wonderful life in him. God. Wow. I want to see if they fucking go and, okay, wow. yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to go back. Oh, my God. We have the technology. We can repair him. 
He's the six million dollar Wally. <laughs> I'll clobber you, Eddie. He's gonna clobber people. He's out for revenge to clobber. Are you alright? No. You're getting a divorce. That's what you're doing me here. Tell me. Please stay together. Please. Oh, yeah, we're getting a divorce because we produced you. That's the reason why we're getting divorced because you are an annoying child. What if you just blamed your kids? Look at this. Look at this. This is bizarre. So that's that. Yeah. Wow. That was good, Keith. I- I'm serious, Keith. That was good. Yeah. So uh, I was impressed. That. Absolutely. So Dwayne Haskins a passing. Do you want to watch a, the couple? This is how ESPN covered it. This yeah, was a big yeah. a, uh, source a, a little, of controversy. Of, of controversy. Just a couple minutes of this. Here's, here's what I think is funny is. I think this is when ESPN realized, like, oh, man, we don't treat backup players like human beings. Because a lot of this is them asking people, like, give us any sort of thing about their personal life you can tell us. Did they exchange gifts ever in the locker room? What did he mean personally to his players? Because we've been shitting on his play for the last three years. Because uh, he has more interceptions than touchdowns. I even think we have some people here who might have called him pathetic at some point. Uh, I'm sure Stephen A. Smith hasn't been nice to Dwayne Haskins. This brother's a failure. (laughs) He comes into the league, first round choice. Only one successful Dwayne and it's the rock. Struck by a car. This is according to Adam Schefter. The 24 Adam Schefter, whose tweet was washout of Washington and uh, Ohio State. Like he he referenced him as a washout. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Are you serious? Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, who washed out in this thing, was killed today. Everyone was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, that that, that, you got to be a little bit more wise about your choice. Well, it's all about your play on the field, Crow. I know. Never mind what you are as a human being, because you know something, all of us with all of our, how many times have you been a professional athlete, Keith? None. Yeah, and neither have I, and, and I'm 52 years old. That's not, that so ship that sailed a while ago. It's not going to happen. In, in 2019, after he started Ohio State with a Big Ten record. They set. don't, it's, they are, they struggle to even pull up stats, because they're just like, we didn't prepare for this. We thought he was going to live as a failing quarterback <laughs> forever. I mean, There's we, some graphics guy. We I, thought, I gotta figure something out. Gotta, we <laughs> thought he had a very mediocre life ahead of him. We didn't know <laughs> because you know he got drafted. We didn't know that we were gonna have to treat him like a human being at some point. <laughs> so we didn't even worry about Dwayne Haskins. What I remember about him, I, if I'm not mistaken, oh, I could be wrong. Cot was Cotterell Jones. Remember there was Cot. There was another guy who, who played for Ohio State. Who, I, I mean, he had a big game against Bucky. Where he smoked Bucky. I, I, I'm confusing him with another player. Passing touchdowns which earned him a berth as a Heisman finalist. Famous for being called the N-word by Urban Meyer every day. Well, yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, he was a quarterback of Meyer. Oh, yeah, what's oh, yeah. Meyer have to say? Oh, he was a lot, you know. You know, I just would just... He took physical he, abuse and mental abuse he was, so gracefully. He was... Uh, I he mean, was, this was a guy that when I threatened his livelihood and told him that I was in control of his career, this son of a bitch believed me. Yeah. And that's a motherfucking team player right there. <laughs> Just a guy that like, oh, yeah, I could I could have made him suck my dick if I wanted him to. You know, but I didn't because I don't want none of that. I don't want them lips on there. Well, one adjective to describe him, urban. That would be the adjective to describe yeah. him. He was urban. You well, know? Dwayne was one of the good ones. Yeah, one of the exactly like, terrible, horrible. Story. So you can tell she's trying to cry. A Heisman finalist. Heisman finalist. 
So he was actually working out. Although South Florida, like a lot of guys go down there. Chris Carter, I think, used to have a gym down there. I think just for receivers, where they would just work on route running and, and run. I mean, you know, watch work this on their camera body. change. Terrible story. Right, look at her trying to blink tears out. As we are joined now by NFL insider. Dan She's Rising still around. He would have turned 25 years old. 25 on. years old. I'm going to start talking about that's what everybody does. Every sportscaster to simulate a cry now because I don't care about him because I didn't give a shit about Dwayne Haskins. I'm going to start talking about my children because that will induce cry and I can seem human. This reminds me of even though Even though this is just content for my show. When I was young, I watched an episode, a reboot of Leave it to Beaver and it reminds me of the time when Wally By the way, we're doing the same the thing. Yeah. But we're covering the coverage. Exactly. So we on do. May 3rd, just adding to the heartbreak of this. He did not he play was last season. Watch, watch how, Dan, can you just give me anything about this young man's personal life? And then I'm going to go get a coffee while you do that. I got to use the back. I got to meet my bladder gladder. It's my dad, you skull, you know? But put on Green Eyed Lady by Sugarloaf. It's a long song. I got to go to the bathroom, okay? Here we go. Heartbreak of this. He did not play last season, as we all know. But as we let you know vigorously yeah. last year you know you, oh you mean i just didn't say steelers backup qb Dwayne haskins dies what can you tell us about his time with the steelers dan and i don't know a thing he- what can you tell us that we sh- as a 24 7 sports network should have been telling you for the last year do our job do a year's worth of our job in about a minute here Dan. made that's as what a he member says of that that's what he team. says let's listen a little bit yeah, Hannah, the Steelers thought very highly of Dwayne Haskins. Uh, I remember talking to their GM, Kevin Colbert, in training camp last year after they had signed him. They said they liked him a lot coming out. They said he was never going to start and that he was a career backup. You know, Roethlisberger's gone, but you know something? They're still going to draft a QB in the first round this year. You know, I spoke There's a guy to, from Pitt. I spoke to a Steelers trainer, and they told me this young man had really kind eyes. <laughs> In the draft and and you know what stuck with me well was, endowed know, Dwayne said, Haskins you know, we, we just felt like he was a guy that was going to need some time um you know to develop you know obviously we shat on him yeah. from the day one because if a quarterback doesn't touch the ground a hall of famer we rip them to shreds we don't really care uh, we call them failures yeah. uh throw the word bust around uh arrogant young men uh, yeah, you know, we treat these people like real human beings throughout the years. That, that's why, again, with Justin Fields, it's like the raw material is there. But, boy, it takes a couple years. I don't give a crap who you are. It's rare when a guy comes in and is good right away. It just doesn't happen. By he the way, kudos. No, Colin did not cover this. Because it would require him to have in some degree of Because I didn't have a, a stone-cold opinion on him. I, this is one thing I'll look bad if I flip-flop on. <laughs> Okay, Dwayne. Dwayne's a guy. I, I wish he want. was alive. Six weeks later, I wish he was dead. Like some bad Dwayne horror. Hashkins. The only thing I reference is it's. Just, I've seen the silhouette in my daughter's bedroom. Yeah, uh, he's just one of those guys. If he knocked on my door, you know, I would definitely question yeah. what he was shelling. Yep. Uh, yeah. So he, you can't. If you Google Colin Coward, fucking Dwayne Haskins, yeah. all you could do is find videos of him calling him like wash out, bust, can't yeah. do it, not a yeah. two way player. Yeah. Blacker than the ace of spades. Whatever. <laughs> Horrible, just racist yeah. statements. <laughs> racist coward. I don't think he is, but I would love a right wing host with coward's voice. <laughs> well, yeah, his a, name a is player, Alex Jones. Quarterback in the so NFL, that's the thing. It's, like- it's a, this is a 30 minute video of 
them covering whatever little they show the same three clips of him dropping back in practice as a stealer. Yeah, a and preseason then, game. Yeah, and then they'll just they're just mining. For fuck's sakes, what can you tell us about this guy personally? Like every t- person they talk to, yeah, 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 yeah. We get how he died. Can you please give us something human about him so we don't sound like mindless sports fucking co- like it's just that's the funny part is they're just like admitting that like look we know nothing about this guy will you please just say something nice about this guy that's what earth. he has to say i, I, I want you a little more yeah like they were still getting him at a time when that was all in front of him uh that they felt like they were you know they were happy to have him in their building that work with their coaches and they were surprised that he was not you know a lot of tattoos for how nice he is <laughs> uh and, and improve on what he needed to. by the way again we're not making fun of Dwayne. we're making fun of dan graziano possibly you know being afraid of a guy like Dwayne haskins i mean the do-rag coming out of the helmet it's a it's a the tough pill to swallow to improve on as the season went along and then look at it longer term <laughs> remember do-rags absolutely uh, man <laughs> i do do-rags well Throughout the- are they still a thing yeah but they don't call them that obviously i knew black women in my fourth grade class who would straight up, straight up call them do rags? My sister called them schmatas. You're talking so, to people. It's there. basically like that kind of. That, uh, if, they, it's like a cap you put on your head, right? That's it's like a. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they make some pre-made. My dad's friend who had cancer wore one. Okay, a bandana. Just liked him, you know, a, a, a bright light sort of uh, young man. And- bright light for being so dark, you know. God, I want to make jokes. God, I wish I was a comedian. Tragedy <laughs> here is, I mean, they had they had high hopes for him. Uh, he had quite a bit of life and career no fucking shit to have well he had quite a bit of life and career yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> why your life and career wah 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 that'd be hilarious if that was the music that came out Dwayne Haskins career wah 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 you know this kid was probably would have had the most well-known car dealership in whatever hometown he's in volumes about how his teammates thought of him and i'm wondering and i know it's very i, early I didn't realize hannah storm is still around have you heard listen to this, to this. i'm wondering i know it's very early and i know it's very early what sort of reaction have you heard to this terrible news can you do impressions of the players crying what does mitch trubisky sound like in tears <laughs> is what i'm wondering dan they have a they have a lot of that from Hallis Hall. They have a lot of that God, recording. I hate the fucking fake like like it's just such a bum atmosphere here in yeah, the studio right yeah. now. Just be matter of fact. You know what I mean? Or just don't do this. Show yeah. fucking a replay of the nineteen ninety five Houston Rockets title run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's universal shock, and I mean, this is not the By kind the way, of thing. I gotta say something here. The word universal is overused. Universal is a strong word. Uni- really? Uh, oh my God! The concepts they dealt with are universal. So on planet U R one five seven eight three, they're gonna get it there too. It's the universe. You can just say, yeah, he was a very, very well liked figure. Very sad for his family. You, know, you can just be matter of fact. I think about it. You know. Yeah. So he. uh yeah, yeah, so this guy, yeah, you're right, the, the way it's covered, you know. Anybody would expect to wake up to on a Saturday morning, uh, and and obviously it's just, I mean, you see there's a lot of it on social media, former teammates, friends of his, um, you know, universal shock. Like the words, the, 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 they're just stretching, it's like the headliner didn't show up, and they're yeah. just like, do time, do time, do time. <laughs> You just you spent three years not develop not gathering any information on this kid. Yeah, yeah. You probably never interviewed him. 
like, oh, these people suck. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. They, well, you know, they they, they got to cover it. You know, they they know this this gets a coverage. You know, gets coverage. You know. So do you want to get into some Colin stuff here? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. Put, yeah so put do you some. want him? Let's he he. Oh, this is about a week old. He's deciding which coaches are going to have long term success. He's fucking. He's Carson with the card in front of his head. So am I buying or selling? This is Colin's game here. Okay. All right, let's play Buy, buying selling. He usually does it. So call in, call out. Like he'll do like game, name games like that. We call this car wash, car dirty. And, and this is Jason Taylor's sister, right? Yes. I, I find her. She's great. Uh, Am I, I buying or her. selling this coach? Are you buying or selling Mike McDaniel's long-term success? So it, Colin Coward is a cuck for offensive coaches. He's going to, and you even see in his giggles when he names these, yeah. every offensive coach is going to be a home run. Every single one. Yeah. They're all going to win Super Bowls immediately. We're going to have, we're going to have five Super Bowl champions this year. Yep. And they're all going to be the best, the best quarterbacks all won their divisions this year. Yeah. And only one team won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's with the Dolphins. I am, I am reluctantly buying it. Okay. He comes from a great system. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been second. Is that the coach? Oh, look at that. Is that the coach? Yeah. He's like half. The, lo- the look of these people. Do you know the comedian Dan Soder? Oh. They're like best friends. Okay, okay. They like went to college together. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we, he's we, like we, half. He's he's a mi- technically a minority hire. That's why they hired him. He comes from the Shanahan system, so you got that pedigree. Uh, but he's also half like, he's a half Middle Eastern or something like do, that. Do, do you know who also, you know, who came from the Mike Shanahan system? The uh, Sean McVay. Yeah, yeah but also uh, uh, Shanahan's kid. Who was? Oh no 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 no! no that's Kubi- the, it was Kubiak, Kubiak's kid. Sorry. Yeah. The Vikings ran that offense the last couple of years, but they didn't really have an offense. They had He's a thirty-four-year-old who was intimidated by an old fart coach. Players love him. Now he looks a little like the IT guy at work, whatever. But they have literally gone all in on offense. Look at their players. Offense. Mike Isiki, Tyreek. The Dolphins are the greatest team ever. Kill Jalen Waddle. Um, upgraded running backs. I don't love the quarterback, so anytime a coach takes a job and I don't love the quarterback, it's you. Unless he gets killed, then I won't cover him. Usually a sell. Wait, 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 a That's year why from, I don't cover it, the desk. It, I want to talk it, shit it, about these two players. were to die, I, I always loved him. Thought he was an excellent coach. Yeah. But he's so <laughs> or, bright. I'm sorry, quarterback. He's sorry. so liked. He comes from a great, like a McVay-like system. All McVay's coaches are working. These offensive guys, Andy Reid's coaches mostly work. No. No, they don't. I want to hear two out of three speak. of them haven't been hired for head coaching jobs. They've you can't like Eric Bieniemy. Nobody will hire him. Uh, Matt Nagy was a fucking utter failure in Chicago. Andy Reid's coaches don't work at all. Well, well you know, uh, uh, Bieniemy. The knock on him, he's got some. Uh, he's got a checkered past. Ah, uh, uh, probably San Antonio to a couple women. Well, yeah. Well, he was. Um, yeah. Well, I think there's some. Uh, I think he might have. I think he actually hit someone or slapped someone. Yeah. There's a sexual it's assault no allegation. There's no sexual about it. I just love you know, clobbering. You know. <laughs> uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, he. he I, I think that he. Uh, yeah. What's, I think I like it's going to work. I just. Oh, he's all hype. He's like very enthusiastic. You know. I will say that is God. The the NFL has really changed the past couple of years. Who is the right I've guy? I've noticed it. You know, it's, but I'm you know, gonna give him a buy. Are you buying or selling Matt Eberflus's long term success? Oh, 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 sell it. So, I, so you give me first of all, historically, a little bit of a tire fire as an organization. They can't get the quarterback right. 
So I a little like bit of a tire fire back to get an offensive coach. He got a defensive coach who's never been a head coach. I don't love their roster. They let go of not only Khalil Mack, but Allen Robinson. So now and they have Cohen. Darnell Mooney is the only well, Tariq Cohen's leg doesn't exist yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, he can't that, pass physicals. Yeah, like he's still yeah. um, Khalil Mack couldn't stay healthy for two yeah. years. I, I they were it, albatrosses. They got also, a second round pick from. Also, didn't they? I love how he's talking about how defenses don't matter, and then he's listing them getting rid of Khalil Mack as this big. Oh my God, they got yeah. rid of Khalil Mack. I thought you said it didn't matter. The only receiver I like, increasingly, in a in weapons league. So what is the? I, I actually like the fact that they traded Khalil Mack and got something for him. Well, and here's know? what I don't think people understand because Mike and Mike Florio. We're going to bring Mike Florio involved into this. He did a he did Viking a spot fan. on uh, on Chicago radio, and he was essentially saying that, yeah, I don't think Ryan Poles and the new thing is our people are in on Justin Fields. Everybody's saying because the Bears didn't drain their bank and sign any free agent wide receiver, and because they're being they're being too patient. With Justin Fields, everybody's saying, like, you need to spend immediately. Like, Colin will, li- I think in this, he lists where they're paying their players. Like, Colin's whole thing is like, you look where all the good teams are paying their money. They're paying their quarterback, they're paying wide receivers, <laughs> and they're paying a pass rusher. And then he goes, who the, and then they're going who the Bears are paying, and it's like a cornerback, the punter, I think. It's like they were spending their money terribly. But then Todd you, you can't in one breath say, like, look at all this displacement of money, but then go like, but sign every free agent wide receiver. Yeah. With what? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, exactly. it's such bullshit. It's yeah. such, they would call it, it's out of town stupid. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you just don't know how the like you don't see the everyday of it you yeah. just see like oh like there's not bears news every day of them in on every free agent wide receiver they must hate justin fields yeah yeah, yeah. like no it's quite the opposite i think they're confident that their offensive coordinator is developing an offense that can make him that good to where like the offense will just be good i got a question for you keith the off season we're kind of going off on a tangent we haven't talked about this in a while what what's your assessment of the Bears offseason? So I'm mean, cautiously optimistic. I do think I just think they're they assessed the stuff they have at their disposal and like I don't think they have money to spend on receivers or I and I think they have a shit draft and they know it and that's why I think they're being patient because I think their strategy is like we need most of these draft picks to hit. Yeah. So they don't have a first. So right pick, now we can't no. So oh, right now we can't worry about like just going to sign any oh mark marquez velvet scantling's out there we'll sign him like this they just want this impulse to like get justin fields a weapon yeah like we'll find one in the draft calm down like it's the patience so mike florio uh, essentially said like yeah the bears aren't in on justin fields and they were like i love mike florio but this is all out of town stupid this is just colin and everybody looking at the rest of the league oh all the teams have offensive coaches the bears have a defensive coach they're gonna fail He's they're not going to be on the same page. But Eberflus himself has said, like, he's not going to control either side of the ball. He's going to be one of those like and everybody. Colin will John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. John Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, you need a coach me. that just is there to be the rah-rah guy. Well, Let and, the and coordinators kind of coordinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think that's why it's going to work because he, he even said, like, I'm not even going to be the defensive coordinator. Like, I'm going to let our defensive coordinator coordinate the defense. I got a question for you. They got a second and a sixth round pick for Khalil Mack? uh, I think they got a third and a second. Or they got two second round picks. They have two second round picks. Something like that. In this year's draft. 
that, you know, some I, I, honestly, Keith, I believe this. And this is the truth. Uh, the Washington Redskins in the 1980s had like one first round draft choice. They would always get like they, they valued very well. Bobby Beathard was a good GM. They knew how to get talent later in the draft. I think the first round draft choice sometimes, although you like you get excited about it, it's a splashy thing. The second round pick is an important. Got a couple second round picks. That's good. Seriously, you're going to get some quality players. That's a little more affordable too. You're going to get some decent players. I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah, they haven't signed anyone. I think they're going to struggle a little bit this year. But I want to hear more. Also, you know how those defensive. You know how that Sean McDermott has struggled in Buffalo as a defensive head coach. He even had, covers his backtrack in this of like, I know Bill Belichick. Like, yeah, the greatest dynasty in history yeah, yeah. was backed by a defensive head coach. Yes, exactly. And the and the it don't and the, he you can tell he tries to sell that like, well, they never really had that good of offenses. Fucking Brady threw fifty touchdowns in a year yeah, in yeah. two thousand and eight. Yeah, they, they had Randy. Their Moss, offenses were flying. You know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They just what I think the Bears are doing is establishing a they want Getzy to build a Justin Fields offense. Yeah. And we're going to ingrain that offensive like philosophy to that, yeah, into the team to where any coordinator we hire, this is what you're running. Yeah, well, they hopefully they'll also draft some linemen. I, I think that would be a good thing too, is uh, get some offensive linemen. You know, they need it anyway. Oh, got a text from Sean White here. Okay. Oh no, I'm not. But here we go. He's gonna right. He's now. gonna fucking predict more coaches. Quarterbacks, weapons, pass rush. Khalil Mack gone, don't have weapons, defensive coach with a quarterback. I, I, My gut feeling is four years from now, we're looking at another quarterback. Justin Field's going to be a failure in Chicago. I'm calling it right now. Are you buying or selling Doug Peterson's success with Jacksonville? Okay, uh, so I'm buying it because Urban... Because he's offense. Because it's the same fucking bullshit I just exactly. said. Was such exactly. a, no reason. No reason. Disaster. Yeah, why is it going to give him a longer runway. Yes. I mean, they don't have any stability in this franchise... So, Joe, I think they're going to say, listen, we're just going to give this thing four years. Do you know what I heard now, I about do- the Jaguars? In the last 15 years, they've had a top 10 first-round pick in 14. In 14 of their 15 drafts, last 15 drafts. Here we go again. You know, Look at Lovey. He's older. You know, he, they He's selling Lovey. Have the worst- he doesn't buy any of the defensive head coaches. First offense in the He's league. head coach of the t- They've t- got t- picks, t- but they don't have any firepower. Jacksonville went and bought a bunch of firepower and picks. Here... I got some Look picks, at Lovey's beard. And I re- yeah, he looks like Santa Claus. Absolutely. Really he's he's African-American Santa. Davis Mills. He could be fine. He's not Trevor Lawrence. So Trevor Lawrence, who is kind of fucking mediocre this year. There's just not a lot of, there's not a lot of talent here. They're not the, I know this. They're not the Colts. And they're not the Titans. So the argument is, hey, I like the quarterback. I like the running Raiders. I think yeah. it's going to work. I'm buying it. Joy. Ooh. I like the McDaniel's quarterback. In, in I like Vegas. the running back. I like the tight end. Again, no reason. Offense. So I'm just going to start throwing out all that bullshit. So Josh like McDaniels is actually like coached the Raiders. Slot yeah. receiver, and I like Devontae Adams. Well, they, they signed know. Carr to a three-year extension. Oh, yeah. 40. He's up there like, like middle a lot of money. Of, yeah, yeah, 40 million a year or something There's like that. There's too much offensive talent here. And as we watch all these quarterbacks, he's older away, looking now. Derek Carr's going to get a new contract, so he's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. I know that look at Mark tough. Davis. Get over that. Oh, that hair is insane, and then you can tell it grinds his gears that they call him the poorest owner. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's see here. Oh yeah, here we go. Be as patient as Jacksonville because Jacksonville's been a. So he's selling the Paul Allen guy in fucking New Orleans. Here's this Nathaniel Hackett bald fucker. Oh yeah. Paul Hackett's son. 
they may move quick here in two years if it doesn't work. Are you buying or selling Nathaniel Hackett's long-term success with the Broncos? Total buy. First of all, I think George Payton is a great GM. Russell's a great quarterback. They've got great weapons. And I, I trust, I really, they, now, they don't have an they ownership They traded Noah yet, Fant. Really, yeah. yeah. I think it's actually pretty good. Weapons. We've been uh, actually, talking about this now. The I AFC think- West has to get better. The Chiefs have won the division six years in a row. You know, I mean, it has to get better. They got to sign Devontae Adams. You know, the Chargers got to get a Khalil Mack. You know, the the the, the, the Raiders got to. You know, I mean, it's the uh, Broncos got to get Russell Wilson. I mean, they have to do it. Chiefs ain't going to win cool, the division this year. I like him. Look, you can tell he knows oh, wow. that his off that he's such a hack because he he knows in his head Brian Dable's going to be an utter failure in New York <laughs> and watch his hesitancy because he's so against defensive head yeah. coaches and pro-offensive-minded head coaches. Brian Dable with the Giants. I want to hear what she has to say. She's I got like the same her. philosophy. But she's, she's cool. She said, like, I'm worried about Justin Fields in Chicago. I'm worried about him. Well, they got to get him an offensive line, Keith. They got to get well, three yeah. or four offensive. If, if they can get some good offensive line play, I think it can be fine. You know? He had... Boy, to, this, to you, uh, now, now that you have like, like three or him. four months, oh, sorry. Here, here's my takeaway. I'm going to give it a buy for this reason. Everybody in the organization. Because I'm a hack and I just got to do it for the. Not the right. I, I, I got a question for you. It is uh, when you have reflection on now that it's been almost four months, three months since the season's over now, so you can reflect back on the Bears year. And they got rid of Nagy. That was good. They got rid of white nationalist Ryan Pace. Known white nationalist. No, no. In fact, I think he was at a rally in Arizona this past week. Uh, Fields, what, what, what do you did? You, did Fields show you enough? This oh yeah, past year? yeah. What did you like? I think about he's him? got a cannon. I think that I think they thought he was going to be Michael Vick, and I think he showed that. I'm not saying he's Mahomes, but I think he can be a complete quarterback. Like I think he and can downfield. Be, I think he's going to be Josh Allen. Of like, it's going to take a year or two, yeah, and then that second or third year, he's going to fucking. Because now look, like Buffalo. Everybody's talking about Buffalo being like the best team. Well, in the what league. are they saying about him? He's Tell buying it. Sean McVay. This division, they have by far and away the best skill people. Kirk Cousins, Irv Smith, the tight end, Justin Jefferson, off a knee Adam injury. Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and a, and a capable. They also have arguably now the best pass rush going and getting Darius Smith. One guy. C- coming off of an injury. And you can bang on Kirk Cousins all you want. He's one of two quarterbacks last three years with a passer rating no. over 100. No. You don't have to like him. This no. the Vikings. He's essentially saying people shit on Kirk Cousins because of his political beliefs. Players in that division. And I'm not sure it's that. He was a cock. People love him. Yeah, I want to hear Todd Bowles say. with the Buccaneers. Okay, I, go, I want to say about the now. No, what the Vikings have done, what the Vikings have done, they basically have said, yeah, Zimmer was the problem. Zimmer was the problem. There wasn't organizational issues here. No, 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 no. It was just all on Zimmer. The coach comes in. Honestly, Keith, they might win one more game next year. Maybe they go nine. They'll be the same team. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't look at them as being like, well, they're going to be 12 and five next year. You know what I mean? Or, or 11 and stick, like, like a double digit. No, it's not going to happen. Okay, Daniil Hunter and Zedaria Smith, I like it. They're both, they're both coming off of injury plague seasons. Daniil Hunter has not played a full season in three years. So I, I, in their secondary, I'm not buying. I, I, I think there's probably going to be some improvements. But I, I don't. But Kirk Cousins always makes a mistake at the absolute worst moment. Yes, he is a decent. Honestly, he's, he doesn't suck. He, he he doesn't. I mean, he's not great. He's sort of he's serviceable. You know, and then 
But at a key moment, and a truly key moment in a game that truly matters later in the season, playoffs on the line, he will fuck up at the key moment. He will always fuck up at the key moment. That's why you run the ball. You know. Well, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, they so like here, O'Connell. I, you know, I, I actually think that they. I'm glad they got a new GM. I think that's a good. I thing. think that's a bigger piece. Yeah. To me, I mean, I, I don't. I haven't been like, oh, this guy sucks or anything. I haven't been. He's only been there for two months. But to me, I can tell what they're trying to do. They're also like all the coaches, like their press conferences are like really enthusiastic. Like we're not the other guy that was here for eight years. We're not that old fart. We're new and optimistic. They yeah. do it for the fans, but they're also doing it for the team. And I, I don't know. You know, Eric Kendricks, very good linebacker. He's in his eighth year. He hasn't finished the season in the last two years. They're breaking down. Guys are breaking down. They like they're getting. As I like to say, what, what are they Long getting in the tooth? Yes, on defense. Absolutely. All right, so he's gonna get Sorry. on Todd Bowles Sorry, here. I apologize. Another defensive coach. I just love the reasons of like essentially this is here's a segment where I'm gonna say that all the offensive coaches are gonna succeed, and then I'm gonna say the defensive coaches are gonna fail. But where his fail safe is is there's only like three defensive coaches. Yeah. So the odds of the defensive one failing are kind of greater because there's just more offensive coaches. Yeah. But I just love his like, here's what I'm gonna say about this guy who I probably was complimentary of. So we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who were just fresh off a of fucking Super Bowl. Have probably a better team than ever. Oh yeah! I, so they I, got Todd Bowles coming in, and he's he's going to sell Todd Bowles for no fucking reason. Oh, it's on the offensive side. Todd Bowles, who took a shit Jet team to seven and nine. Oh, I think Todd Bowles is is effective. Todd, their, their defense was great against the Chiefs. You know, it was and great. I know the NFL was different, but when were the Bears the most successful they ever were? Well, when they had a great defense, when uh, Love, not even just a great like that. Oh, that oh, comes. Oh, oh yeah, but when Lovey Smith was the head coach, yeah, of, of now, recent memory, he yeah. couldn't. His flaw was he couldn't hire offensive right. He couldn't hire offense right. I think Eberflus and Poles fully understand like our offensive coordinators need to be home runs every fucking time. Yeah. They're not unaware that like their offensive coordinator, if he succeeds, is going to become a head coach somewhere. Yeah. Also, Matt Eberflus is ninety. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking he make Getsy the head coach in five years or something like that. Yeah. I honestly think Eberflus is going to be one of these like five, six year fucking I'm retiring. Like win a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, I'm I'm bowing out. Well, I mean, you know, because he's like in his 50s already. I, I, I actually don't mind that hire. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little bit. I'm excited about it. And I've heard I think he's the got the Colts are hyped. actually. I think the Colts are actually a pretty good organization. Players know? are coming in svelte. Because he's they, he's heard that he weights a big issue with yeah. him. He doesn't want fatties around yeah. there. Yeah, Justin Fields, uh, he he's learned a new throwing motion. We'll see. Bowls with the Buccaneers breaks my heart. He's a great guy. Long term, what's how are we defining long term? Long Cause, term cause is, if Brady plays for another three years. Okay, then it. But I don't. Long term to me is your contract. Four-year contract. How about Brady's bullshit retirement? It lasted all of like four well, days. no, it came out. Here's what happened. He uh, was going to retire and become part owner of the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> and they were going to like give him all these perks. And then the Brian Flores lawsuit came out. So they were like, oh, well, we can't have Tom White, Tom Brady be a new owner. So mm. that fell apart. And when that fell apart, he was like, I'll, I'm go, gonna, back for a year. I'll go back and play. Yeah. Here in four years. Uh, if Tom so. retires after two... 
I'd, I'd probably do a sell. It's a defensive coach. It's a defensive coach. They've had no success. Sean McDermott with the Buffalo Bills, the yeah. second best team in the NFL. <laughs> Bill Plus, Belichick, the greatest he, he, head coach that ever lived, never had success with an offense. That, it was all Tom Brady. And, and Bowles was a D coordinator two years ago when their defense was totally good. You know, it was great against the Chiefs. Totally, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a clown. You know, Bill Belichick doesn't... All these fucking Alabama offenses that we jerk off over... They're yeah. all Belichick washouts. Yeah. They might not be the best head coaches, but like they called fucking Charlie Weiss touchdown Jesus. Oh, I know. <laughs> like there's a way to hit home runs with your coordinators. Yeah. Like this idea that a defensive minded head coach that like he Can't comes succeed. in and he's just like our quarterbacks are going to tackle now. I, I know. <laughs> like you're fucking retarded. I know. As I understand it, to, to be a defensive coordinator. I think you have to understand offense, right? You have to adjust to what's going on offensively, right? I mean, it's like, that's a, I guess uh, Steve Young said he had a, had a conversation with Bill Parcells once, and he was like, oh, Parcells, defensive guy. He said they, they talked for an hour just about offense, and he was like, this guy's mind for offense is totally good. You to know? me, defensive-minded means he knows more about that side of the ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And is kind yeah. of more concerned about that. Yeah. And is more apt to be like, no, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. Um. But I think more now, people understand that you got to know about offense. Yeah. There's uh, Eberflus specifically picked, I want the Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. So he went out and found obscure dudes. Every single coordinator has history in the Mike slash Kyle Shanahan yeah. offense. Yeah. Which is yeah. the Kyle McVay. They've explained Shan- it. Shan- Shanahan's version of it is more read option based. Yes. And, uh, and McVay's is more spread. But it's yeah. the same offense. It's yeah. the same movement. It's all based on zone reads. Yep. 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 And Shanahan's, it's a lot of play action and two back sets. Like, it's it's kind of run heavy. And kind of split. It with, with yeah. Well, it's also, you know, something else, you can design it based on the talent you have, too. Debo Samuel is a very dynamic football player. So they design an offense that gets kind of sad. And then people were like, even in Chicago, people hesitate and then get like Eberflus was interviewed. And he said, like, you know, I don't want Justin Fields to run just to run anymore. Like, I'd like to. And he goes, don't get me wrong. And everybody's like, oh, my God, he doesn't want him to run. He runs a 4-2. What do you think? This is going to be a failure. And then he goes, don't get me wrong. I want him to, like, escape pressure yeah. and extend plays. He goes, but I feel like when you're hiking the ball and just taking off, he essentially said, like, I'm probably not the best. He probably doesn't like the rpo like everybody does yeah yeah the idea of like hike the ball i'm just gonna start running he was like i want him to run so we could drive the ball down the field do you want to know how many rpos the minnesota vikings had last seven year zero they didn't have a single run pass get with the fuckings this is not not this is not the 1990 new york giants okay you've got to have a few rpos in there just a few of them you got to give a few looks in there so here, he's he's down on both. You're going to lose Leftwich once, once Brady retires. Okay, yo. Should have went Leftwich. Byron. I kind of agree with that, though. Yeah. Bowles has gotten his chance. You got one more year of him. Right. He's leaving. And if he leaves and Tom loses in the playoffs, I think Tom could easily say, hey, I gave it another run. Byron gets a head coaching job. Some He will. I don't know. It's it, He is, 10 years ago, the league was his ally. Today, the league's moving away from kind of reticent, quiet, conservative. What if they win a Super Bowl? Well, that, that, that gives them another. Well, then I'll have to oh, backtrack. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. I'm coming up that, with my that, That's the pinnacle of, our, of the, of the, of the uh, sport win, right? So do we want to get into some TV league? Do you have to pay your meter again? I got to pay my meter. All right. We'll take another break. We'll All be right. back here. You got time? Are you good? We're, yeah, we're yeah, not? Yeah, okay, yeah. good. And he's jumping off. And I'm, Amazing. And- All right. We're easing back here. Absolutely. 
boy. Fucking daily motion is really bad at cacheting here. Um, but yeah, we're back. Let's do an official, uh... Hey, alright. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna watch... Um, I got it on here. We're gonna do... Yeah. Um, this Colin is... Colin Coward. Colin Coward. No, so there's a it's show a called How to Roll. Um, it's a new sitcom that I actually don't hate. It's starring Pete Holmes, who used to be a bitter enemy of someone on this show. Uh, but as now he looks gaunt, by the way, you could tell the plant life is fucking really just it's like he's he's got one of those shapes where it's like, no, you should have a little fat on you. He kind of looks a little. Oh, no, 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 no. That, so. Oh. I figured out how to find the on demand stuff on the app. It was my library. Yes, I'm sure there's a new sitcom that has been released called how we roll it was called so this is based on a real guy there's this dude named tom smallwood who was like working at a factory got fired before christmas and uh and became a pro bowler but what the show kind of the show makes it seem like he was just kind of good on the side and then becomes a pro but in real life he actually was like a hustler in mission like he like he they said he was making 10 to fifteen thousand dollars on the side Anyway, he yeah. just like finally quit his job to do it. Yeah. But Pete Holmes plays Tom Smallwood. Um, the mom is the funniest part of the whole show. Um, so here we go. We're going to watch this and then I'm going over some uh, highlights and standings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We're watching some of this while watching. Oh, they're, okay. they're available. We can fast forward. Oh, God, I, ugh, I don't know why I dislike more Pete Holmes or this guy or Pete Davidson. I, I, I. To this day, Keith, Stop. I do not understand his appeal. Who? Pete Holmes or Davidson? Davidson. I do not understand his appeal. It makes... Uh, I think it's because he was so young. The part is, it's true. I got laid off from the assembly line on December 20th. Look at how bad that green screen is. Merry Christmas. I had a family, an upside-down mortgage, and an Like, I don't even think he's in a bowling alley. Is that alley. his voice? Yeah. But I also had a dream. Like, look at his head. See, when life kicks you in the ass, you gotta hang in there. You got a bowl. The worst day of your life ends up being the best thing that could happen. So that's like the spine of the show. This tells you about the worst day of his life. Um, so we're so going again. Back. It's always first day of the rest of your life. So we got week your ex-wife here. cheats on you. Well, the wife ends up being on board with it. No, I, we got I, the ambiguous kid. It's nineteen. It's like nineteen ninety-five, but we got the ambiguous, maybe gender neutral first. kid. No leprechaun. People call me a blank piece of paper at school. They say I don't look specifically like any sort of gender. Sounds like that <laughs> wizard has a couple tricks up his sleeve. So, uh, oh. so we're going through. If I'm going to speed through some stuff, this is going back to week 28 because we got some stuff to cover. So, uh, Monday, March 28th. This is the week of Monday, March 28th. American Idol, All American, all the NCISs, The Good yeah. Doctor, Make a Rise, Name That Tune debuts. Oh yeah. Um. Yep. Then let's see. This is how we roll. Was the debut of that? Yeah. Uh, see and so, big. W w where is it? Uh, where is this uh, show? Uh, right now, uh, this is kind of at the back here. Let me see where it went. So, up what number? Here. You know, how we roll is two thirty six right now with a four point one super rating. Oh God. So uh, that's not too but bad. But that's like a new show. Exactly. It'll exactly. it'll make a rise. Hopefully, I, it doesn't have streaming shit yet. Like it, it maybe it'll be a Paramount. Maybe it'll hit on Paramount Plus and hit the streaming. But I doubt that. 
But look at hmm. dope sick is only one notch above it. And dope sick is coaching me. I rolled a 268 last night and that was with an open frame. I don't like that like sitcom like I did it. Yeah. Like it's too yeah. not authentic. Too canned or, yeah, yeah, like yeah. nobody talks as they walk to the friend, like leans on the door and like as they're doing it. Like, yeah, yeah, you're people right. People totally usually stop in their tracks. Like when me and Alicia talk, I'm not like, oh, hey, babe, like as I'm doing dishes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, oh, God. God. Judge Steve Harvey's uh, risen a couple times throughout I, the weeks. So That's gotten a couple wins in a row. Do you realize this? actor in this in this sitcom is a neighbor of mine i don't know if you're aware of this he lives within four oh, or five yeah. blocks of where i live in the los Feliz neighborhood of los angeles and uh, i have deep concern about bumping into him at some point hey, he doesn't go outside he's in there drinking adrenochrome and shit or whatever the fuck they do say something come on pretend you're a talking dog here comes the grandma dude she's awesome she's all about fucking casserole and a six pack there's also a gift card in there for bass for your gay son this weekend on bear spray dude if this was the 90s that grandma would think that kid was gay no fucking doubt a different tune with some hot smoking drifter is breaking in so let's go through the standings gray's anatomy still number one yeah 78 yeah. super rating absolutely um ncis number two still there but it's separating a little bit it's got a nine point fucking gap to cover um, but it can, it can pull that off. It wins more. It, it, it rises more in streaming. Um, then we have criminal minds bumped up to number three, uh, 60 minutes got clicked into that four spot. 60 yeah. minutes is a powerhouse because like people almost watch it de facto. Like it's one of those, like just on, on Sunday shows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it absolutely. Then we got Cobra Kai and squid game, 48 hours, the witcher euphoria and Chicago med all rounding out the top 10. Euphoria is a hit. Well, it's still, well, it's not even, it's over like the, they where it's going to be a over a year until season three comes out too. Um, but we'll start from the back for the new shows. Um, masters of illusion debuted. That's like a show where you reveal magic tricks or it's kind of like American idol, but with magicians. Um, would I lie to you is a CW show that debuted when you want to watch a trailer of that. I'm wildly entertained by how we roll actually i'd say i i want to because so the show comedic- was originally called smallwood and they renamed it how we roll i don't think pete holmes has a lot to do with the create the creative of this show i think he's literally just hired as a lead actor which is probably such a big moment in his career they really it's for my talent yeah i know <clears throat> i bite my lip uh yeah how we I'm roll doing my own up thing. there yeah trying yeah. to look at some of the oh young rock has is moving up it took one win but it's one of those shows where i think people are starting to watch young rock because it's so bad oh really <laughs> yeah and they're getting to the like well, actual, where is young rock again? young rock is 213 okay 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 and then because i think uh they're getting to a point in the wrestling in young rock to where he's about to be in the wwe and i anticipate more people will watch that at like, that at that who's moment? gonna play stone cold who's gonna play this like oh, people yeah, you're more yeah. familiar with yeah, they know. and it's gonna be eras where you can't fuck with the history they alter wrestling history a lot in young rock they'll like throw wrestlers and they'll be truthful in that like they'll show bam bam bigelow as his character that he was before bam bam bigelow but like they'll do it in an era where he wasn't that character like they just take wrestling tidbits and put them in completely different pieces of wrestling history why would they do that there's such integrity in that in in that in that form of entertainment the integrity is 
is well, inspirational. I mean, if, if hardcore wrestling fans are going to watch it, that's shit they're going to call you out on. Of well, like, of course they're going to call so them out. Like, oh, yes, I'm in my community. <laughs> no, a lot of it is the wrestlers' families, too, that are like, why are you... Why are you saying that this person and the, the, yeah, this and they didn't? That's not Macho Man Randy Savage's brother doesn't sound like that. Do that to Lanny Poffo. Do, I, do, that, I, I, do I that to Oh God! I gotta go. Macho Man's brother is six foot five. He would throw you into the ground like well, a goddamn I, oh, fucking. Oh, look railroad at that spike. funny moment. Oh, is is is, is, is gender neutral? Play your cards right. This will be yours someday. They got the classic '95 fucking GMC. My tap, she's in my is this supposed to be based oh, his in kid, the 90s? His kid tap dances. So his his little gay kid tap dances. Uh oh. Uh-oh. And he, here's where he tells his kid, "Listen, Sam. Oh, hold on. No, no. Don't do that. Don't be ashamed of what you want to do. You get one life. Do what you love. Oh. Do you not like the sentiment, or do you not like him saying it? I don't like him saying it. Yeah. And what I don't like him about saying is that he, said, he, he thinks he lives by this. You see, see. Keith, Keith, his success is because he's chased his dreams. You know, he's chased his dreams, and that's how we should live. Thank you, oh, spiritual leader. That That's what my comedy is really about. It's about being a leader of people through comedy. It's going to happen through what I do. It's still about me, of course. Anyway. So Good Girls debuted on the Netflix streaming charts for the acquired viewing. Um, Last Kingdom debuted on an original series at number one, 28.46 super rating. Uh, also, Upload was a debut. Ooh, Upload. That's like a futuristic. Do you want to see, uh, see what anything? I want, you you know, want to check is, that is, out? Is Upload about like, you know, it's about science and computers and uploading Probably some sort of like horror box, monster that uploads know? through some. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Let's see. Uh, he's playing. Look. See, I don't buy him. He doesn't look blue collar. Exactly. Yeah, he's not like you don't look right in a Carhartt jacket. It looks like it's weighing you down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. Oh, fucking Chai McBride, though. I'll watch anything with Chai McBride. But there's a hilarious scene. The mom steals the show. There's a hilarious scene where Pete Holmes is trying to get the mom to date again. And she was just like, well, I'm 60. Why am I going to dust the plate off now? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Because her mound is dirty. Uh, is uh, Chai McBride, wasn't he The Rock? What, 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 was, what was he in again? What, what was Chai, Chai McBride was, I think so. But he was also in Let's Go to Prison. Um, he's, I think he's in uh, Waiting, the movie Waiting. Uh, but here, I'm going to put on the trailer to upload here. Oh, where's my remote? What did I do with it? There it is. <sighs> yeah, he got in shape, you know. He had to get He's got shape. a little bit of a belly. You can tell the pandemic. He couldn't do his TM fucking squats every day. Yeah. The I pandemic. Know. The pandemic did it. TJ Miller fucking always accuses Pete Holmes of stealing his cadence. Really? Yeah. They're not friends anymore. Really? Oh, a lot of people abandoned T.J. Miller after all his accusations and legal so problems. So T.J. Miller accused Pete Holmes of stealing his kid? Or- yeah, real loosely on the radio. Like, he was just like, you know, like, Pete Holmes and all the comedians that have completely stolen my persona? That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah, a comment he said that, that on radio. Yeah. And he believes that. Can you imagine being that? Oh, God. I just, so amazing. No. Forever is just like so. Is that Perry Farrell? to trailer, yeah. <laughs> we'll make great pets. We'll make great pets. Finger my bl- my blood bl- bloody holes. Uh, the the digital afterlife. Oh, that way. They're uploading they're gonna his consciousness upload into what a. Do you want to do. Three, two, one. 
She's That's not in... possible. Well, you know it's the future because look at the microphone she's speaking into. Three, two. There we go. That. That's when you know it's going to work. Look at the little blue light I'm speaking into. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I is this the same set as a Logan's Run? I'm confused okay. by. Oh, can't play. There you go. Yeah, exactly. You're going to get busted for that one. Yeah. Ooh, he comes back all pixeled. Is that the dude who was married to Jessica Simpson? Is that. <laughs> I don't know, but she, they're trying to make her look like fucking, uh, like a person of color version of fucking, uh, who's the, or, uh, who's the, uh, who's the boss daughter? Alyssa Milano. Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, with your fucking talking heads. They, they want the song to sell the shitty show. It's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, exactly. I should be able to put this on mute. <laughs> exactly. And you're fucking right. enjoy you're it. You're right. That's what they're doing. So they can fuck with them. They're going to put different outfits on them, treat them like a real fucking, treat them like we treat the Google Home. This is about stripping your humanity after you're dead, getting treated like fucking artificial fucking ads. <laughs> What if that'd be funny if you do this and then every now and again they're like, unless you pay for the premium, Dan, it just turns into an ad for an hour a day. <laughs> That's your life? For an hour a day, you're an ad. Is but, that Samuel but, Jackson? Is it, oh, who knows? Yes. Who knows? Ooh, it's the future of traffic. No, it's not. You're dead. God damn it. If they would not play a, a hit song that's heavily copyrighted, we could see what the fuck is going on. Is that Ryan Gosling? Is I don't know. It's not Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I, know I love I know. That's for people watching. Crocious's main go to is just naming the most famous actor and being like, <laughs> is that that person? It's sort of like masked singer. You know, I was like, it could be Tom Cruise or it could be, you know, some horrible like nobody. Let's do good girls. You know, yeah, this this upload, uh, they have a show about this. I don't know. I, 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 and then we'll get into TV history because I want to get into some fucking shows. I, it's so LA'd out. You oh, know? so this is so this is when NBC shit shows live on. So this was a show on NBC that's now killing it. On I wonder if the Nicole Kidman memes at the Oscars jacked up her show. They were like, oh, Nicole Kidman had a show on NBC. Wait. Who knew so many people bought cars <clears throat> on a Friday night? Oh, these. Two, this is what's your face. Hey, you got plans later? My church is having. Or I think uh, Nicole Kidman's in this. I'm just not really much of a church person. There's a market for women being uh, like whorish. Amy well, Schumer, because yeah. Amy Schumer doesn't do it anymore. So you need like the nasty girls. We need girls with fucking gross pussies to fucking. Just yeah. Listen to me for one damn minute. The job you're talking about is ten grand a month out of pocket. But there always has to be now some sort of like, what's what's your face, Christina Hendrickson? Yeah, decisions. And then that guy, that guy was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, too. Matthew Lillard, he's the shit. He's a D and D nerd. Uh, he is. Yeah, he, he was in a serial Seriously. mom. My husband and I work all the time. But John Waters movie can take months. So when do you want to do this? You can't. This is so annoying in that like. Oh, yeah. You can never have just three women wanting to be like, I want to become a criminal because my life sucks. It's always like, well, because the healthcare system is crippling my daughter. So I need to do this to defeat the capitalist healthcare system. And like you always you don't need to latch these fucking like bad people could just be bad people. Yeah, they they, they just want to knock things off. So this is good girls. That's what we're doing here. Christina That's Henderson. number one on the oh, Netflix like, acquired charts. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, Christina Hendrickson. Wow. She is a uh, beautiful woman to me. Debuted at a 15. I Let's find see her where we're at here. very pretty. Eh, I think she's a little fucking put together. Really? Medically. She's really? got, I don't like when their cheekbones are sculpted and like, oh, yeah. When you can see individual, like they, you look like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other one was kind of, she was kind of, um, let's see here. 
Good it's Breaking Bad gone gone broad. Is it Breaking Broads? Breaking Broad. There you go. That's a good <laughs> it's Breaking way to end Broads. It. You know? So we're going to go to TV history right sure, now. Sure. Let's do that. Yeah. TV history. Uh, which I, I always stumbled like, upon but... this show called Relativity. This mm. is from 1996. Okay. This day in TV history. Um, this is an Ed Zwick show. Which, for those who don't know, created some of the most be- the best dramas. The, mo- the best one season TV shows of all time. My So Called Life. 30 something. 30 something was on for four years. 30 something one. one I think yeah. Once and Again is his show, too. So this is a, about, this is essentially a show about people cheating on each other. You got this girl in Italy and she meets fucking, uh, uh, do you remember the show, the ghost whisperer? Yes. Do you know, the dark haired male lead on the ghost oh, whisperer, yeah. he played, this is the first thing he ever did. He's also in wedding crashers. You know, the guy who fucking, uh, Bradley Cooper calls to get dirt on yeah. fucking, he's that guy. Oh yeah. The big sleazy Frank Tufano. He's the lead. <laughs> so this is essentially about this. She's crying in public. She was in a cab having a meltdown. Those jeans. She's having an existential are... crisis in Europe, just like in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the, uh, that's him. That's him exactly. Oh, it, uh, there's, there's other. Yeah, you gotta close some windows. I always I do that. I always forget. It's to okay. Do it's that. okay. Unbelievable. Oh, because she's he sees her Clippers hat. So like we're both from L.A. Yeah. Nobody likes Clippers. And the Clippers are a shitty team. Nobody likes the Clippers because they play in the fucking ghetto. You know, because they they play in. I saw they played in South. They played in the Expo Park. They played where the fire, where the LAFC play now. Uh, Yeah, it was it was uh, LA Sports Arena, right outside the Coliseum. Yeah, where they actually used to film. Remember the scenes, uh, the early scenes of uh, of uh, Almost Famous. Yeah. When he's going, they they film it there at the LA Sports Arena, I believe. So we're just hit the chat here, Aponte. Last Kingdom is pretty good. It's like Braveheart, the series. (laughs) <laughs> um he also says uh we'll teach young uh will the young rock feature the larger white guy wrestler who's care oh akeem the dream oh that was junkyard dog i think the jyd yeah okay yeah yeah they did turn a guy into like akeem the dream a white like african who would do this hey brother <laughs> so he was richard belzer he says he, uploads he actually richard- a, he says uploads a very watchable show it, it, it didn't look totally bad. <laughs> so what? So what? I mean, you're going to have patterns with anybody, right? I mean, do I have- So the sh- premise of this show, we'll skip through it a little bit, is uh, I'm going to give it to you and then we'll watch it. She breaks down with this guy. They end up making out literally love at first sight type shit. But then the show is them having to live in L.A. together. And here's where they fall apart. I'm going to spoil it and then we're going to analyze it. Yeah. At the end of this episode, she dumps her current boyfriend and gets with old boy. Yeah. So the whole first season is about them being this like met in Europe couple. But then she also has to like interact with the ex through others like episodes where they run into the ex. Oh. And like the show is just about how like I cheated on my boyfriend in Europe and then I chose the guy that I cheated on because he also lives in L.A. and he's my soulmate. And then like she starts interacting with his family and like it's just about the But then like tertiary characters start having affairs with his friends. Like it's just a gang of fucking around on your spouse. 90s sex. Yeah. Something 90s sex. Yeah. Something I wish I would have more of. I really expect that there aren't going to be patterns. They're going to be patterns. So then there's like just. The first 15 minutes is them just like getting to know each other, having belly dinner. Yeah, exactly. I know. It sounds a little. See, this was supposed to be my parents' anniversary trip, but my dad at this crisis come up with a magazine and then he. 
Listen to that music. Fall in love, oh, so that's so funny. So that's their thing. So he told her she had a nice perineum, which is this thing right here on yeah, your lip. Yeah. And he like touched it. And that was their like first connection. Like kind of their connection. So throughout the show, that's their thing. And that's what makes her realize she wants to dump her boyfriend as she touches his perineum and it doesn't make it doesn't make her all fucking the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's that's why she's touching it right there. Mm-hmm. I like their phone. Oh, that's a wired phone yeah, right absolutely, there, boy. Absolutely. Some you ever have? My grandma had one in the kitchen where the cord was like thirty-seven feet long, so you could go sit on the oh, basement. Oh, you go in the bathroom, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we get all wound up sometimes, oh, and bunched like, up, and it yeah, looked yeah. like a fucking braid. You, you disentangle it, absolutely, yeah. yeah Your yeah. phone looks like Whoopi Goldberg yeah. after a while. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like Derek Henry's braid. You know, his dread. I should so say. So here we go. They simulate. They never actually bang, but they just fiercely make out. Look at that '90s makeout right there. That hairstyle. Leather, that's leather on leather love right there. Absolutely. I never had a haircut like that. Like Katie that. Lang, fucking Johnny Lang right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Katie Lang, she was ahead of her time. She bumped. Oh, there was no closets yeah, for Katie yeah, Lang. Yeah, absolutely. No closets in that she, house. She was out yeah. at birth. Whole package. Just so you're completely here. I think there's nothing more important waiting for So this is like just them necking. They just neck. Look at they're just necking exactly. Oh, necking. <laughs> so then she writes him a letter. How many times have we been one? She's leaving. She breaks it off. I can't do this. And then like yeah. That's what he writes her a letter. And he's is that like, Larry David? Yeah. How many times he was like? How many times have we walked past each other in L.A.? How many times were we at Clippers games and were they were lost. you were behind me? When Michael Olwakandi was ready to be the first round pick and <laughs> Eric Piatkowski. <laughs> was that 96? Oh, yeah. They were. T- I saw them. When did they have that. Danny Manning? Uh, uh, they didn't have. Da- they, they drafted him after the 88 uh, Kansas team that won it all, you know. Uh, but th- th- that mid 90s uh, Clippers team was an awful basketball team. I, I went to games. I saw them play the, the Pistons with Grant Hill and, and the Celtics. And I tickets were like 10 bucks. I was like. 20 rows off the court. Like it was 10 fucking dollars. Yeah. It was great. I mean, you get to see them. They, they, they drew about 8,000 a game. It was like 70s basketball. So I feel like I go into a time machine. Really dark court. Don't read into that. Eric Piatkowski, as I call them, Pie Hole. Pie Hole. Get it to Pie Hole. <laughs> but my favorite part of this show is. Adam Goldberg is his Whoa, friend. Oh, man. What? I'm just a little concerned, you know, you go to Italy. Suddenly. And he's just like the smooth guy, you know, I just like, you know, I want to be a private investigator or like an author. I want to write leather bone books, you know, yeah. I want to, you know, the jackets with the leather patches. I want to be that guy. That's what I want my persona. To be, you you know? see, I heard this movie called Men in Black coming on. And I want to get a reel so I can be a men in black because I want to wear a suit that looks like men in you know, black. You know, they're just, they, 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 they confused. Didn't do what I wanted it to do with my career, you know, and now I'm here doing this. And I don't I know. know. <laughs> that's like everything he does. I love Adam Goldberg. That's, that's me doing my impression out of respect. Yeah. You know, Christi- he's been in a lot. Christina Whoa. Ricci was just the worst. You know, did, did he date oh, they dated. He he does not Whoa. shy away from publicly saying that she is a psychopath, like certifiably yeah. crazy. I've heard it from Owen Benjamin at, at a party too, and I know he's like right wing and hated, but I'm yeah. sure he knows well. He like off. We were just talking about like dating comics and dating people in show business, and he was just like, "Dude, Christina Ricci is legitimately insane." Yeah. Yeah. When you come back, you're eating turkey breakfast. What's that about? <laughs> what are you talking about? 
You've completely written off every woman I've ever set you up with. The, the last woman you set me up with attacked me. She he said they called Olo a candy, the candy man, so yeah. bad compared to expectations. Yeah, he said the candy man. That's what he was. <laughs> oh, first overall pick. Basically violent, she hit me. She was studying Aikido. You know, I told you not to approach her from behind. Look, my point is, is that, you know... I I want to introduce you. I, I, I was told that I, 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 uh, I remember someone saw Days and Confused and they compared me to him. So here's a uh, fucking old boy's life. They, I forget what his name is. Fucking, but it's the actor's David Con, the guy she falls in love with in Europe. His whole deal is, is he lives with this like disconnected family. The dad's this rich fucking suit guy. Like, yeah, whatever. Fucking going to a mating type of shit. Like yeah. 90s capitalism. Like, yeah, I'm off making $400,000 a year doing nothing. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, he they just adopted the this budget's balanced, but it, the Democrats in power, so therefore it's not good, good for the economy, even though the budget's balanced. So they just adopted the seventeen year old kid, and they're making he's not doing any of the fatherly responsibility. So that's the tension in the household is like David Conrad's character has to be the father and the older brother, and he's trying. He's saying like, "You got to meet the boy's principal tomorrow." I got a meeting. Moment. Must have meet fucking. You know, they're talking about computers, internet. <laughs> Hoax shit. Every weekend since he was three years old. Dad, almost every weekend? Yeah, almost every weekend. Oh, yeah, that guy. I just think Rhonda's trying to sell. They had a cast. He's adjusting. This isn't bad. This is decent enough Um, acting. I got to fly to Frisco on Wednesday trying to close. Got to fly to Frisco, you know? This thing. Yeah. They got to close it on some Walkmans or whatever. I'm this deal my investors need a little bit of a nudge i need you to cover for me at this meeting thing at jake's high school Dad, we what, this. what i'm talking to leo here. well i don't think it's a good idea leo wait, that's wait, his what name meeting? Oh, it's nothing. The kids it's nothing. He got caught doing heroin in the bathroom. So what? Heroin? There's a movie called Pulp Fiction. The kids are now doing a lot of heroin. It was coke five years earlier. So this, these are her friends. She lives with two gals as well. That girl in the middle, you're going to know who that is. Have you ever seen Sp- uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's the, you know, like the married couple that she's building a birdhouse oh, yeah, in the scene. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, they had some cast. They had a cast here. It looks like Laura Flynn Boyle, but it's not. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, could you please not get that whole dramatic? God, I, I wouldn't have liked watching this because that would have been like, yeah, my life wasn't like this. I was still basically a grown-up teenager. I didn't have exciting stuff happen like cheating on my spouse and altering the course of my life. Nothing, and now it's over. No one's got a cell phone. You mustn't ever tell anyone, okay? I forbid you. She tells the other roommate immediately. Never speak of this. I shan't. Oh, 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 is it the one? Okay, yeah. what are the details? I mean, what's he like? He isn't like anything, okay? It's over. Well, what was he like? I don't know. I guess he was thinking about becoming an architect. (gasps) Oh, he was just so touchable. So, oh, he was just the most. (laughs) So that's this show. Yeah, yeah, wow. But it's interesting how... Like at the time these shows didn't last, do you think people weren't about getting emotionally invested into shit? It was like Seinfeld, Friends, Mad About You. The sitcom reigned supreme. So I feel like a lot of these dramedies, people just weren't weren't there for like, I don't want to say too real, but I think there's like a, uh, there was a reality to entertainment that people didn't want at the time. Yeah, I think there might be some truth in that, actually. I think it's a good point. I actually think 24-hour news fucked that up because I think... The whole idea of television was that like, and we'll go back to channel surf because we're going to ease out here in a yeah, few minutes. we got seven minutes left. Yeah. Um, so uh, 
But I think like the OJ trial and all that shit kind of like there was too much seriousness interrupting your TV yeah. to where people just wanted funny shit. So shows like this kind of went by the wayside because they're just like, well, I just watched a murder trial all day. I don't want to watch this broad cheat on her. Fucking- I also don't know if these characters are that relatable in a way. You know, it's a it's a it's very tr- specific thing. Yeah, it's, it's trying to capture a certain... I don't know. I mean, the fact is, well, whatever. So Edswick had a run, dude. Like, yeah. I'm going to even look it up right now. Oh, absolutely. No, no, he was he was a respected voice. It has that tone of a 30-something, without a doubt, and my so-called life. My so-called life, though, I thought captured high school dialogue and high school characters extremely well. I, I very much related to that show. I, I think at this time, it was like, uh, you know, the fact is, The short-lived ABC series was the product of 30-something producers Edward Zwick and Marshall Herskovitz, who also produced Once and Again in My So-Called Life, two other critically acclaimed series. Yep. The series ran on ABC from 96 until April 14th, 1997. It was canceled after 17 episodes due. The first open-mouth kiss between two women on primetime television occurred on the show in 1997. They had, like... They had gay themes a lot oh, yeah. of the shows. And they Jared really Leto was like an illiterate, homeless fucking stray. Like they had extreme versions of youth. And I think that was the of like youth, not just adults. These yeah. are young kids. Yeah, absolutely. Ruining yeah. their yeah. life. I, I think they had a teacher I, was gay. Oh, hold on, I'm going to put the camera back on. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they had that a teacher was gay. I mean, they had gay themes in 30 something. They had, they had like men being in bed together, which was like that. That was deemed pretty like, whoa, this is kind of risque. You I know? also think there was still this delusion to the world. People still wanted to facilitate were like if you show that children can't read and that there's gay people having unprotected sex because they don't want to admit that they're gay like i think that was just something of just like no no, no, no don't talk about that like yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah, of those yeah, shows yeah, it was yeah. kind of personal it's like, not entertaining why are you trying to get me to support this i don't want this in my life yeah. kind of like an overall don't say gay type of shit of yeah, like yeah. i don't even want to see it yeah Step yeah. by step, boy meets world. I want yeah. that type of shit. And when, and I even sometimes say it of like, what happened to entertainment entertaining? Yeah. There's a line of like too much reality versus fake TV show. And, and, and remember when something was just kind of fun. It was just kind of fun. You know, I, I don't know. I, I kind of I wrestle with that. Is this Madonna's daughter? Ed Zwick did about last night. No, no, no. That's what's her face. Armas. She's really good looking. She is a gorgeous. This woman is a gorgeous woman. She truly is. Ed, 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 what about Edswick? What about Edswick? Edswick did uh, he uh, did about last night, uh, last Ooh. samurai. Uh, he's from Chicago. He did about last night. I yeah, think he was directed a David, about last night. The, the the movie directed by Edward Zwick. Wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. If you ever watch it, kind of a, that's the funnier version of what he does. He's very much a like a week or year in the life of a cast that he's an ensemble guy. Yeah, yeah. There's an overall vibe to the crew. Yes. They're all dealing with like some sort of like someone's cheating. Someone's got cancer. Yeah. It's all like there's some real life in there. Yeah. But like immediate, like it's always start starting out. Well, yeah, it's going well. You're playing softball. And then all of a sudden this train hits your life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so well, it's interesting. I think it's just at the. T- I think it failed at the time. People didn't want that reality in their world. Did, did you? Uh, did you ever see? Uh, did you see about last night? I loved it as a kid. Uh, it's very much a. Uh, a it captures mid eighty Chicago. It's well. st- if you can look past the mis- the misogyny and all that. Yeah. It still is a very funny movie. Yeah, like yeah. the whole you don't call a broad back. Did you say it before or after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She a pro. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Calling women pros. Remember when you called a girl a pro? Yeah, absolutely. A, a pro. <laughs> but that's yeah, interesting man. how at the time all these shows failed. But then looking back, people are like, these shows were fucking great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't know. You know, sometimes, you know, some, honestly, Keith, sometimes something hits and sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. You know, I mean, 30 something very much hit the, uh, Second half baby boomer demographic and big chill is very much related to like why 30 something became a show. You yeah, know? It, it, it was if you were born before 55, you didn't like 30 something. You were born after 55. You like 30 something. Yeah, you've heard it first from TV critic Adam. You heard it first. You want to close it out? Yeah, we should close. All right. Uh, That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. It was uh, all over the place in a good way. Um, We're going to come back next time. Next time we see you uh, or if I do, I might do a solo show in the meantime. Got to talk about this new show on Netflix where they just show Asian kids making errands. It's just two year olds in Japan making their first errand. So it's just toddlers walking down the street with backpacks. It's 10 minutes per episode. It's the most great thing ever. Wow. They cry if they forget where shit is. It's fucking insane. Wow. That's how that was my example. And we'll close on this. The Japanese are so good at TV show ideas. They made the concept of a child walking an errand a 20 year. There's kids who were on this show who are adults and their kids are now on it. Wow. It's like the uh, kids say the darndest things of Japan. Do you think it's just like that that innocent response of children? Is, oh, is what and how people? happy they get when they fucking Alicia or Larry broke down because a girl had to pick up a watch for her mom and she forgot where the watch store was. So she comes back devastated. Oh, like yeah. She fucking and Alicia broke down like. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so sad watching these kids like because lose it. God, but then a, they get so happy when they achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Something like it's like disturbed voyeurism. Don't they have that show in Japan too where they say, Yeah, 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 your your parents are dead <laughs> and then the parents come back? Yeah, you know, they probably like, do do that. Whoa, show. can you imagine doing that? Anyway, guys, thanks yeah, for listening and watching. Times. We'll be back whenever the fuck we'll be back. I'll let you know. Um KeithPazel.com for all the show stuff. KeithPazel.com slash feeds to get your podcast version. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, search this is Keith Pazel. Um, tip us. We got the tip links here in the, the information of the video. KeithPazel.com slash PPV to throw us a little scratch. We're completely funded by the fans and we always will be. Um, we'll see you next week or earlier. Uh, we love you. Like, subscribe, all that shit. Smash it, bruv. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>